Greetings, welcome, bienvenidos, hola, aloha, ni hao, namaste, konnichiwa, bonjour, buongiorno, so indeed corrupt, guten tag, ciao, we viva, cat bang, half a day, jai jinendra, griviet, salam, shalom, peace, now, go vegan, peace how, go vegan, this is Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden, self-quarantined, isolated, socially distanced and uh, veganized for your protection and uh, in your mental image of me talking to you today I don't want to scare you so please picture me wearing a mask all right remember when you used to get scared when you saw somebody wearing a mask well now we get terrified by somebody not wearing a mask so, yes, picture me wearing a mask. Don't be afraid. And uh, oh, how the uh, beautiful and handsome must be suffering through this ordeal. Now, uh, just faceless and uh, as attractive as the rest of us. <laughs> oh, well. Well, look, you're saving, saving a bunch of money on cosmetics, okay? So, at least there's that positive. Um... You know, lately, just about everyone with whom I speak brings up the subject of COVID-19 and 5G, since Woody Harrelson and other celebs uh, raised the issue recently. So today, we'll talk to researcher Paul Doyon about 5G and, uh, you know, what's, at, what's out there about the subject, okay? So uh, what about 5G? and the coronavirus. That's coming up. Um, what else is coming up? Uh, Earth Day is coming up, Wednesday, April 22nd. And we've come up with Mother Earth Aid Live, a concert series online. Um, so not only do we want to bring happiness and comfort and community to your uh, lonely, isolated self-quarantine self, um, we thought that we would take this opportunity to save the world from what's coming after we're done with COVID-19. And uh, that's climate change and a host of other environmental crises looming in the not-too-distant future uh, as we turn our attention away from one meat-eating cause disaster and yes, these horrible viruses um, that we're experiencing, including COVID-19, come from filthy meat markets, the wet markets, the bird flu, the swine flu, and now we get bat flu from the connoisseurs of rodent cuisine. Ah, and um, speaking of rodents, our hearts go out to uh, all the rats and mites, mice, uh, who will be tortured and killed uh, to come up with the, uh, the vaccines that we're all going to have to take in the future. Um, all the medicines, all the rats and mice, uh, victims of vivisection. And also, um, our hearts go out to the uh, rats and mice uh, who don't have access to restaurant and food market dumpsters right now. All the, the waste that they're used to eating. Um, now these rats are uh, actually resorting to cannibalism. Uh, 
And uh, so now maybe it is that time for um, for that family discussion, as uncomfortable as it may be, if things, you know, just for some weird reason, stay shut down for who knows how long or whatever event faces us in the future. Who is it going to be? Which parent is going to be the family dinner? Wouldn't that be a morbid discussion? But maybe it's time. Now, don't worry. Don't worry. Dad will really taste good with ketchup, so you don't really have to worry about that. Um, <laughs> I know. It's a ridiculous, gross thought. As disgusting as eating bats or uh, chickens or pigs or cows all of whom were somebody's children, many of whom were mothers and fathers themselves, but they don't count, you know, because they taste good. Because, uh, you know, human power, human superiority, Bill Gates for king of the world. Um, back in the time of World War II, philosopher Thomas Adorno said, Auschwitz begins whenever someone looks at a slaughterhouse and says, they're only animals. I think Auschwitz begins when a billionaire looks at African and Indian children and thinks, they're only research tools. I think Auschwitz begins when a billionaire wants everyone to be vaccinated and have a certificate or, or a chip implanted to prove it. Um, so, uh, so that we may, uh, you know, have permission to go about our daily lives. Uh, you know, if we have the proper papers, show us your papers, show us your chip. Um, yeah, the proper documentation. Um, I don't know, just with that proposal itself, uh, without all the other, uh, well, we'll get into that in a second, but how is Bill Gates not like not regarded as some modern day Nazi right now, huh? He's some pervert, some pervert who who thinks he can, uh, you know, he has a right to penetrate everyone. He's Bill Gates. He can penetrate everyone. Your children, the children of Africa, India. Let's unmask Mr. Gates, shall we? Um, Wait a second, let's do that in a moment. I got off the subject starting Wednesday, April 22nd, Earth Day. <laughs> and every evening at 6 Pacific time through May 31st, we are presenting Mother Earth Aid Live. In the great tradition of Live Aid 35 years ago and Woodstock 50 years ago, um, only we're not doing it the old-fashioned way of, uh, you know, having thousands of people coming together in one place. Um, the toilet paper responsibilities and logistics of that alone are prohibitive, so uh, we're doing it the, the new-fashioned way, online. Recognizing that the screen on your device is your only personal contact with other humans, um, so we've arranged for 40 shows to uh, appear on your screen, 40 of the most enjoyable music experiences you will ever experience. Uh, plus, um, since Go Vegan Radio is an educational 501c3, 
we thought it would be a good idea to provide uh, uh, all the information you need to save Mother Earth and the animals who are uh, her children uh, and us and uh, provide all the information that you will need to stop climate change, uh, to stop deforestation and resource depletion, pollution, water scarcity, desertification, acidification, eutrophication, habitat destruction. And yes, we will even have the solution for stopping mass extinction. I know that's been on your mind lately, right? The uh, annihilation and extinction. Uh, we're worried if this uh, little itty-bitty virus really goes wild, that could be it, right? So, it could be it anyway if we don't uh, adopt the solution that will be revealed on uh, Mother Earth Aid Live. Of course, annihilation and extinction, we think, are only for other animals, right? For other species. Well, think again. Um, anyway, join us for our 40 programs, our 40 shows, April 22nd through May 31st, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Actually, you should go to stageit.com and create an account now or after, after today's show. Um, stageit.com is the premier platform for the kinds of concerts that we are organizing. Stageit, S-T-A-G-E. IT.com. Um, so, uh, yeah, and then um, we'll have, uh, you know, all, all the information you need on GoVeganRadio.com, uh, where you can make a tax-deductible donation to support our work. So all the information will be at GoVeganRadio.com, ReggaeVeganFest.com, um, on Facebook, Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden, and my Bob Linden pages. And uh, Twitter at Go Vegan Radio, and a 12 part series on animal agriculture and the environment with Dr. Silesh Rao of Climate Healers uh, starts on Earth Day on that show, Wednesday, April 22nd. And by the way, the music that, that uh, we'll be uh, featuring every night will just be spectacular. Opening night, it'll be Drifting Roots, one of San Diego's favorite reggae bands. Uh, amazingly awesome music every night. Uh, there'll be lots of reggae, lots of all kinds of great music. Um, so as I said, Drifting Roots, Wednesday, April 22nd. Let's see, Thursday to be announced. Um, Friday, April 24th will be uh, reggae legend General Ja Mikey. Um, Saturday, April 25th, a very popular L.A. reggae band, Prime Livity. Um, Sunday, April 26th, uh, we will have Queen Teresa King, who has a new single, um, This Too Shall Pass. That seems to be busting out all over the world. Suddenly, she's in uh, music publications uh, everywhere. And she's with us on Mother Earth Aid Live. Um, Sunday, 26. We have a children's show planned for Monday, April 27th with Jamaica Bob. 
And by the way, he will be performing what should be, what we should embrace as a real vegan anthem. You're going to love this song from uh, Jamaica Bob called Vegan Vibe. And looking ahead on the schedule, we'll be uh, rocking out Friday, May 1st with Lisa Barca of Scarlet Rescue, singer, musician, and professor at Arizona State University. She will also be analyzing veganism and feminism on that Friday evening, May 1st, as part of our concert series. Uh, looking ahead, uh, Sunday, May 3rd, uh, from Colombia, an international superstar. And when you hear her voice, you'll know why. Uh, Marta Gomez, um, also coming up in May, uh, we'll uh, hear uh, from Panhead Joseph Peck. Uh, many more artists to be announced. Again, uh, to chase down information, goveganradio.com, reggaeveganfest.com, Facebook, Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden, the Bob Linden pages on Facebook, um, and uh, Twitter at Go Vegan Radio. As I mentioned, uh, coming up today, a discussion of a possible connection between COVID-19 and 5G. See what you think about that. We'll be talking to researcher Paul Doyon. Uh, but um, I just did want to take a moment, um, since this has been in the news uh, very recently, um, let's take a moment to unmask Bill Gates. Although I think uh, he may look better wearing the mask, but anyway, um, Bill is uh, way at the top of my list of most evil people, and uh, not necessarily because his Microsoft products seem to crash my computer all the time. Um, and also, since he now pretty much runs the Who, no, no, not the, you know, not the, not, not that Who, but the World Health Organization. Um, I can't, I can't see Bill Gates doing the rock band thing. Um, although I can see him wanting to uh, vaccinate the Who and uh, <laughs> that vaccinate all musicians. Why not? Right. Um, so since Bill Gates pretty much now runs the World Health Organization, um, why not let him fund it? You know, why, why should the U.S. be supporting the WHO? Um, oh, I know, it's because the media tell us so. That's why, right? Um, the media in the U.S., uh, yes, the, truly the, really, the enemy of the people, the enemy of the people and all animals, the media, uh, you know, the CN enemy, the uh, New York Crimes, the ABCIA, the NBCIA, the CIA BS, the PBS, um, the corrupt, the corrupt uh, warmongering pharmaceutical pushing, Wall Street backing, diet of death, disease and destruction promoting, deceitful, dishonest, brainwashing propagandists whom you trust. Of course, they are the media. You must trust them, right? Uh, no matter what they do, no matter what they say. Uh, so, 
subtly now, criticism of Bill Gates is uh, considered right-wing. Defunding the World uh, Health Organization is another stupid idea from Donald Trump. Really? Um, well, of course, the media tell you so. Um, okay, so here's what that, uh, that conservative right-wing nut Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has to say about uh, Bill Gates. Uh, uh, Bill Gates, the guy who has a vaccine for all of us. He has a vaccine for you and me, your children, your parents, everyone. He's never seen a human. Um, he, he didn't like, uh, you know, to vaccinate. So, amazingly, if Bill Gates would just put his billions into nutritious vegan food, nutritious vegan meals and clean water and uh, sanitation efforts around the world, could you imagine the good that he, that he would do? But I don't think he really wants to do good. Um, I don't know. I, I look at Bill Gates. You, you see why people, he's like, what's wrong with capitalism? Why, why is socialism popular these days? Well, you look at the face of Bill Gates and you think like, I don't know. Here's somebody who has, a, a, you know, too many dollars, but not enough sense. Um, so anyway, let's, uh, let's look at what, uh, oh, I wanted to see, um, Okay, yeah, we're looking at uh, what Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has to say about Bill Gates. I wanted to see, uh, and this we're taking, it's published in Waking Times, and I should have scrolled down earlier, but, you know, now is the moment for scrolling. Okay, RFK Jr. says, uh, quote, and and by the way, if you don't know who Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is, he's he's from that family of conservative right wing nuts, you know, father Robert Kennedy Jr., uncle John F. President John F. Kennedy Jr., you know, the the famous right wing. Uh, so anyway, RFK Jr. says, quote, vaccines for Bill Ga vaccines for Bill Gates are a strategic philanthropy that feed his many vaccine-related businesses, including Microsoft's ambition to control a global VAC-ID enterprise and give him dictatorial control over global health policy, the spear tip of corporate neo-imperialism. Gates' obsession with vaccines seems fueled by a messianic conviction that he is ordained to save the world with technology and a godlike willingness to experiment with the lives of lesser humans. X out of this. Uh, let's see here. Uh, stop seeing this ad. Yes, stop seeing this ad. Um, okay, pop up ads, huh? Okay. Uh, promising to eradicate polio with $1.2 billion, Gates took control of India's National Advisory Board, NAB, and mandated 50 polio vaccines, 
up from five to every child before age five. Indian doctors blame the Gates campaign for a devastating vaccine strain polio epidemic that paralyzed 496,000 children between 2000 and 2017. In 2017, the Indian government dialed back Gates' vaccine regimen and evicted Gates and his cronies from the NAB. Polio uh, paralysis rates dropped precipitously right after that. Um, in 2017, the World Health Organization reluctantly admitted that the global polio e uh, explosion is predominantly va a vaccine strain, um, meaning it is coming from Gates' vaccine program. The most frightening epidemics in Congo, the Philippines, and Afghanistan are all linked to Gates' vaccines. By 2018, three-quarters of global polio cases were from Gates' vaccines. In 2014, the Gates Foundation funded tests of experimental HPV, this is polio, HPV vaccines developed by GSK and Merck on 23,000 young girls in remote Indian provinces. Approximately 1,200 suffered severe side effects, including autoimmune and fertility disorders. Seven died. Indian government investigations charged that Gates funded uh, researchers, um, that Gates funded researchers committed pervasive ethical violations, pressuring vulnerable village girls into the trial, bullying parents, forging consent forms, and refusing medical care to the injured girls. This case is now in the country's Supreme Court. In 2010, the Gates Foundation funded a trial of a GSK's experimental malaria vaccine, killing 151 African infants and causing serious adverse effects, including paralysis, seizure, and uh, convulsions, to 1,048 of the 5,049 children. Uh, let's see here, continuing with this, make it a little bigger here, uh, continued, okay. Uh, during Gates 2002, um, Men-Af-Vac uh, campaign in sub-Saharan uh, Africa, Gates operatives forcibly vaccinated thousands of African children against meningitis. Between 50 and 500 children developed paralysis. South African newspapers uh, complained, quote, we are guinea pigs for the drug makers, end quote. Um, Nelson Mandela's former senior uh, economist, Professor Patrick Bond, describes Gates' uh, philanthropic process as ruthless and immoral. In 2010, Gates committed $10 billion to the World Health Organization 
promising to reduce population in part through new vaccines. A month later, Gates told a TED Talk um, that uh, new vaccines, quote, could reduce population. In 2014, Kenya's Catholic Doctors Association accused the WHO of chemically sterilizing millions of unwilling Kenyan women with a phony tetanus vaccine um, campaign. Uh, independent labs found the sterility formula in every vaccine tested. After uh, denying the, chain, uh, the, the charges, uh, the WHO finally uh, admitted it had been developing the sterility vaccines for over a decade. This is the WHO that, you know, oh, we can't stop funding it now, right? I mean, did Trump suggest that? What a stupid idea. Yeah, 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 the, the WHO going around sterilizing people against their will. But, you know, hey, Stump ha if, if Trump has the idea, it's got to be stupid, right? Okay, going back to what I'm reading here. Uh, similar accusations came from Tanzania, Nicaragua, Mexico, and the Philippines about sterility vaccines that people didn't know they were being sterilized. Okay. A 2017 study, uh, let's see, it's, what is this, uh, Mugamusin et al., 2017, okay, showed that uh, WHO's popular DTP vaccine is killing more African children than the disease it uh, pretends to prevent. Vaccinated girls suffered 10 times the death rate of unvaccinated children. Gates and the WHO have refused to recall the lethal vaccine which WHO forces upon millions of African children annually. Global, oops, ah, global public health, screen went a little wild there for a second, okay. Global public health advocates around the world accuse Gates of hijacking WHO's agenda away from the projects that are proven to um, curb infectious diseases, clean water, hygiene, nutrition, and economic development. They say he has diverted agency resources to uh, serve his uh, personal fetish that uh, good health only comes in a syringe. In addition to using his philanthropy to control the WHO, UNICEF, GAVI, and PATH, uh, Gates funds private pharmaceutical companies that uh, manufacture vaccines and a massive network of pharmaceutical industry front groups that broadcast deceptive propaganda develop fraudulent studies, uh, conduct surveillance and uh, psychological operations against vaccine uh, hesitancy, and use Gates' uh, power and money 
to silence dissent and coerce compliance. Um, in his uh, recent nonstop uh, farmedilia appearances, farmedia farm appearances, uh, Gates appears uh, gleeful that the COVID-19 crisis will give him the opportunity to force his third world vaccine programs on American children. Then this uh, article here goes on to conflict of interest. Uh, the nation, the nation uncovered hundreds of millions of dollars the Gates Foundation donated to companies uh, in which the Gates Foundation um, holds stocks or bonds. And look at these pharmaceutical companies here, the uh, vaccine uh, developers, Merck, LG, uh, uh, Eli Lilly, Ericsson, Takeda, Unilever, Pfizer, Novartis, Teva, Philips, Lixil. I don't know if I know how to pronounce all of them, but what is this? Medtronic. Hmm. Conflict of it. And, and why is it that if you have billions and billions of dollars, it's, it's never enough? Like, it's just never enough. Like, corporate charity. The nation found close to $2 billion in tax-deductible um, charitable donations from the Gates Foundation to for-profit businesses, including companies in which the foundation held investments, such as uh, GlaxoSmithKline. Uh, the top 10 corporate recipients took... Uh, uh, let's see, uh, more uh, than half a billion dollars. And again, it's uh, that same group uh, that I was just mentioning here. Uh, all of these uh, pharmaceutical companies uh, getting uh, tax-deductible donations from, from Bill Gates. Okay, also in the nation, it says, the foundation's clearest conflicts of interest may be the grants it gives to for-profit companies in which it holds investments. Uh, large corporations like Merck and Unilever, a foundation spokesperson said it tries to avoid um, this kind of financial conflict, but uh, doing so is, is difficult because its uh, investment and charitable arms are Firewall. So you know they they the the investments and the charities don't know what they're doing uh, in the Gates Foundation. You know they're separate. They can't they can't tell each other what's going on, right? So um, and so here national file. Gates is funding coronavirus vaccine candidates that would uh, compete with. Uh, Chloro, uh, you know, the uh, hydrochloroquine um, and Dr. Fauci's agency is co-partnering on the project. <laughs> All right. Well, you, you get the idea here. You get the idea. Um, let's see. RFK is reminding you 
that Bill Gates has hijacked the WHO for mass vaccination programs that are anything but safe. This doesn't even touch upon the fact that Gates has, uh, over the years, made numerous public statements about the need to control the world population and that vaccines offer the best ends to that means. So anyway, there's your wonderful saintly uh, Bill Gates, uh, you know, way at the top of the list of, uh, of evil people on the planet. I mean, look at what he's done to all of those children. Look at all the children that he's injured and killed. And uh, why isn't he arrested for that? Well, oh, oh, it's, uh, it's medical research. Okay. And by the way, how many um, animals uh, had to die uh, for medical research before, um, you know, these drugs or these vaccines go on uh, to the children? Um, were there any signs in the uh, in the tests on animals, or the poor mice or rats or whoever else, um, whomever else? I mean, didn't didn't they see results of of how there would be paralysis or sterilization or death? Didn't that show in the animals? If it did show in the animals, why would why would they then move on to the people with it? And if it didn't show in the animals, then why are we wasting time with vivisection at all? Since uh, you can't really extrapolate, apparently, what happens to a mouse or a rat to what will happen to, to the children. And uh, where's the apology, though, right? I mean, look at, what, look at what he's done. And no apology. He's still a hero. Because, you know, he has the meaty uh on his side. The Mitia, run by the meat industry, run by the pharmaceutical industry, Wall Street. Incredible, incredible. And then we believe the propagandists from the Mitia, and we think like, wow, Bill Gates, he's a hero. What a good guy. What a good guy. Do you, do you think they think Bill Gates is such a good guy in Africa or India or Afghanistan or the Philippines? where the children suffer and die? What a good guy. I know, I got, we got windows on the computer. He must be a good guy, right? Unbelievable. Okay. Um, just one other thing. You know, just makes my blood boil. And, and we're going to trust this guy? You're going to trust your children to this guy so they can have a certificate, so they can go to school or go to a soccer game from this guy? Bill Gates, he's not a Nazi, he's not, he's, no, he's, he's not a Nazi, he's a good guy, because he wants to find the cure, <laughs> more money, the cure is more money, uh, it's not, never enough for a billionaire, and this guy could finance all the good in the world, he can feed nutritional food, he can, you know, he, he can, he can bring clean water all over the world, Good guy, Bill Gates. Um, you know who's a really good person? I find Supreme Master Ching Hai a really good person. Um, you know, like, 
So from, I guess the, maybe this is from one of her followers, and I'll, I guess I'll post this link to a, a petition. I'm usually not the world's uh, greatest supporter of petitions, but here's one that I can support. Um, this petition uh, that says, uh, the headline is, Immediately enact vegan law to end all forms of animal suffering. Look, if these, if, if Nazis like uh, Bill Gates, I mean, good guys, good guys like Bill Gates, um, you know, can rule the world and decide, you know, what gets done, how about we, the people who, uh, you know, <laughs> like maybe we can stand up for what's right and say, okay, enough already. Enough, enough of these meat-eating diseases like co, you know, COVID-19, heart disease, cancer, stroke, diabetes. Why do we need health care for all? Because everybody eats meat, dairy, fish, and eggs. You know what did T. Colin Campbell say on my show? I still haven't checked it out yet. He said, he said either 80% or 90%. I think it, well. well Anyway, either 80 or 90% of fatal degenerative disease is caused by animal protein and not much of it. So look at all the health care costs. We can't afford, you know, well, they don't want to cure. Bill Gates isn't, uh, isn't investing in, uh, in broccoli, apparently, and kale and carrots and beans and fruits and vegetables, nuts, grains, seeds. No, 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 no. He wants to penetrate all of us. He has a fetish. A fetish. He must penetrate everyone, especially the little girls. Um, okay, so here's this um, petition. It's immediately enact vegan law to end all forms of animal suffering. And it says created by MT on April 2nd. So I guess we better jump on this, right? Because what do you usually have like a month to do? So um, I'll post this, uh, you know wherever my good posts are seen, you know, with this show and uh, send it around and put it on GoVeganRadio.com and uh, Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden on Facebook, the Bob Linden pages, Twitter. Yeah, let's let's get this around. Let's uh, let's make a stand. Maybe it's time to reboot, re, you know, reboot planet Earth, uh, you know, Earth uh, 2.020 to make it. 2020. So um, here's the petition. We respectfully request His Excellency Donald Trump and the U.S. government to immediately enact vegan law in the U.S., meaning all businesses causing animal suffering uh, are banned. Meat, fish, egg, and milk industries. All animals testing all, all animal testing, lab, cosmetics, etc., prohibited. All animal products, leather, fur, etc., are illegal. And here's a law I can back, right? Um, but, you know, the corruptitions, really? Would they ever go for this? Throw them all out, really, you know? They do nothing in our interest, nothing. Con Greece, nothing. May I go on with this petition? Thank you. I will stop inter interrupting myself. So it says here, 
The billions of animal lives lost yearly to slaughter is morally unacceptable and causing world-ending disasters, including climate change, zoonotic uh, pandemics, COVID-19, and wildfires. World-renowned humanitarian artist and spiritual master, Supreme Master Ching Hai, has a message titled, Supreme Master Ching Hai's Urgent Message to All World Leaders and Governments, uh, addressing why we must implement vegan law right away. And uh, then there's a, uh, a link for that, which I will include on my website and everywhere else. Um, and so we're, uh, we'll be in the process of gathering uh, signatures. And I guess uh, that we're supposed to gather 100,000 signatures within 30 days so we have a way to go on this one but i'm all for it it's time for vegan law i mean how, how can we tolerate this that uh, you know meat eating is, is threatening our lives i mean look at all of us look at what it's done uh, look at how our lives have changed from this meat eating disease this pandemic this meat eating pandemic look at how our lives are changed Look at all the members in our families who have suffered with heart disease, cancer, stroke, diabetes, all of these meat-eating diseases. You know, how, how can we tolerate it anymore? It's time for vegan law. You know, like we keep thinking like, gee, something seems to be wrong. What, what are we doing wrong? You know, it's like, well, we're eating meat, dairy, fish, and eggs and honey. Like, let's start there. It's like we... We need to reboot. We need a, a new start after this, right? It's almost like a new beginning. And uh, let's look at what, what we've been doing wrong. And uh, <laughs> eating meat, dairy, fish, and eggs is right at the top of the list. Right at the top of the list. So, um, which, uh, eat, eating meat, dairy, fish, and eggs um, is the primary cause of climate change, okay? Of all environmental disaster. So... Uh, as Goodland and Anhang tell us uh, from the World Bank, their assessment, animal agriculture is responsible for at least 51% of human-generated greenhouse gas emissions. So that means that all other activities, you know, added up, don't even equal animal agriculture in, uh, in, in destruction. And we're, you know, we're uh, looking for solutions in all the wrong places. Um, as we will learn from uh, Dr. Silesh Rao um, on uh, his series um, on our uh, uh, Mother Earth Aid Live. Um, and, and he the number that he picks, you know, when Goodland and Anhang said at least 51%, Dr. Rao comes up with a figure of 87%. Yes, animal agriculture is the most destructive human activity on the planet. And going vegan is the only solution. And uh, as Dr. Rao has noted, and it's been shown uh, elsewhere, um, even if we, we were to end fossil fuels tomorrow, by continuing uh, land use for animal agriculture, we're still doomed. 
We're totally doomed. The only way that we can sequester carbon, the only way that we can remove carbon from the atmosphere is by going vegan, which would free up land the size of Africa or land the size of the U.S., Europe, um, Australia, and China combined for reforestation and uh, species recovery. So you want to end mass extinction, you have to go vegan. Um, and and those are the only so that's the only solution. And if we go vegan and create a vegan world, that would remove over eight billion metric tons of carbon from the atmosphere every year. So going vegan is the only solution. It's it's not putting money in uh, Bill Gates' pocket for another vaccine that's going to paralyze or sterilize or who knows what. Uh, let me give a shout-out to Vegetarian House Vegan Restaurant in San Jose for its support of Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden. And uh, we are asking you to please support your local vegan restaurants wherever you are. Let's keep them in business. They are the real treasures of our community. And so if you can get takeout or whatever, whatever your local vegan restaurant is doing, Please uh, support them, uh, support it. Let's keep it in business, okay? So Vegetarian House, you can go to vegetarianhouse.com and you can see you can get takeout or uh, ready-made meals, um, also groceries, uh, organic groceries. Vegetarian House is 100% vegan. And you can check out the interview I did with Sonny Muller, uh, what is it, a show or two ago. Uh, we have over 600 archives at goveganradio.com. Sonny was on either the last one or the one before that. And you can see uh, the, the, how uh, Vegetarian House is adapting to you know, what we have to be doing today. But please, please, please support your local vegan restaurants. And again, Vegetarian House is vegetarianhouse.us. You can order your food online, pay for it online, and uh, they'll bring it out to your car for you. So, you know, there's that. And uh, uh, again, our appreciation for continued support from Evolution, Vegan, Dog, and Cat Food. On recent shows, we looked at a study on cats, uh, vegan cats versus non-vegan cats, um, and their lifespans, life expectancy is about the same, but it looks like vegan cats can expect better health during their lifetime. So uh, if you're looking for vegan dog and cat food, um, look no further than Evolution. You can go to PetFoodShop.com. That's PetFoodShop.com. Or call Eric Weissman. Uh, it's a family-owned vegan business. Been around for over 30 years. Not one product recall ever. Daisy loves it. She's been eating it, my little vegan sweetheart, um, for seven years now. She's happy and healthy and still a puppy. Um, the phone number, if you want to get in touch, is 651-492-2190. So, um, and, uh, you know, Evolution Vegan Dog and Cat Food is ideal for all stages of life. There's a, an organic variety, and uh, I'm just... Uh, Check it out. And, you know, he's lonely and isolated and self-quarantined, too. So he'd appreciate a phone call. So, again, oh, and he does have special formulations for um, health issues uh, 
which your uh, dog and cat may have. So again, the number is 651-492-2190. Evolution, which is PetFoodShop.com. Okay, this is Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden at GoVeganRadio.com. Facebook, Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden. Twitter, at Go Vegan Radio. We're all excited about uh, our new um, Mother Earth Aid Live concert series online. So we would like you to attend all 40 shows. You know, now we have something to do, something to distract us, and uh, something to really enjoy um, coming up. From Go Vegan Radio, if you appreciate what we do, please make a tax-deductible donation at GoVeganRadio.com. And coming up, let's take a look at what's this about, this COVID-19 and 5G? Can it be? Let's check it out. Coming up with Paul. Paul Dyan next on Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden. Radio with Bob Linden at GoVeganRadio.com on Twitter at GoVeganRadio, Facebook GoVeganRadio with Bob Linden and uh, we greatly appreciate your support. You can make a tax-deductible donation at GoVeganRadio.com uh, We are a 501c3 educational nonprofit. and um, so just recently Woody Harrelson, one of our favorite vegan actors and uh, other celebrities have been raising the question, is COVID-19 connected to 5G? Well, in response, uh, we have, across Britain, we, have, we see the BBC News uh, with an article uh, with the, the headline, Coronavirus um, Scientist Brand 5G Claims Complete Rubbish. Uh, and it says conspiracy theorists claim uh, claims that 5G technology helps transmit coronavirus uh, have been um, condemned by the scientific community, which, uh, as I said, has has said it's it's rubbish, um, it's pure nonsense, um, and uh, gosh, well, that's what. British health authorities have been saying, and a British radio station has been sanctioned by the government for raising the issue, and uh, 5G towers have been set ablaze across uh, the UK. Um, So something's going on here, and when we hear such uh, widespread denials, it makes me wonder, what could be going on here? Let's... Let's look into this, and today we're going to talk to Paul Dion, who is uh, an independent researcher and educator. Um, I see on the resume, it uh, looks like uh, a lot of language instruction at uh, oh, many, many universities and colleges, and uh, Paul is the founder of Electromagnetic Safe Planet. Uh, is a, a building uh, biologist practitioner and uh, a certified uh, 
um, electromagnetic radiation specialist. And uh, so, uh, welcome, Paul. How are you today? Yeah, I'm doing fine. Thank you, Bob. Okay. You are talking to us from uh, Thailand, where you were uh, instructing uh, English there? Well, <clears throat> actually, I was in China. I, I, I lived in China for a year and a half. I went there um, in, in August of 2008, and I was working in Hangzhou, which is um, just south of, um, of uh, Shanghai, um, and it's a it's in Zhejiang province and it's a big tech tech place. So I was actually working my, you know, when I went there, I was working for Jack Ma, who is the famous um, billionaire in China that, um, you know, started Alibaba and Taobao. So he, he actually used to be an English teacher himself and he started a school called Yungu. So I was actually teaching at his school for for a year and then I moved up to a school in northern China called in a, a city called Shenyang. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I I've been I've been an, uh, a language instructor for 30 some years and and um you know I was um 15 years ago I was an uh, associate professor at um Kyushu University which is you know one of the top top 10 cities in in Japan when I became very sick and I was sick for six months and my immune system completely broke down and I was I was looking under every rock for what's causing this problem and initially I thought I had a virus you know that it was a virus or and then I looked at mycoplasma infections and, and <clears throat> what I finally realized was that I was living in very close vicinity to a number of cell phone towers and that it was the electromagnetic radiation that was the the major causal factor in my illness, which was, you know, in in America they call it chronic fatigue syndrome. In um, in the UK they call it ME, myalgic encephalomyelitis, and in Japan they call it basically jiritsu uh, shinkei which means autonomic nervous system disorder, and you know. All these names give certain clues to to what that disease actually is, and I actually believe it's it's microwave sickness. Um, so so this is what got me started in, in research. And, and in what, all what, this, what you were know. the symptoms? Yeah. What was your what was your illness? What, what, what? Well, it, you know, they call it chronic fatigue syndrome, and people started to get chronic fatigue syndrome in the United States in 1984 and this is the first year they set the first cell phone network in the United States it was in 1984 and um, they called it yuppie flu you know so so there's a clue there you know before they even gave it a name chronic fatigue syndrome it was being it was being dubbed yuppie flu by the media so flu the word flu gives you gives you a big clue here I think and um so but the symptoms, okay, the symptoms were, you know, initially I, I started getting insomnia and I couldn't sleep. And, you know, I'd wake up at five o'clock in the morning and be wide awake and then I'd wake up at four and then I'd wake up at three and then I just couldn't sleep. I think I went a, a week without sleeping and finally went to the hospital and they just took one look at my eyes. They were so bloodshot and dried out and irritated that, you know, they just handed, basically the doctor just handed me over 
with the sleeping pills. He didn't question, you know, what, why I was getting them, why I was asking for them. But okay, so insomnia, um, it, it, you know, I had a, an increase in a lot of sensitivities. So I was reacting to, you know, a lot of things. My my body was becoming highly uh, hypersensitive. Um, I had swollen lymph nodes. I was having heart palpitations and heart pain. Um, started having anxiety attacks, uh, intestinal disturbances. Um, you know, and I, I went to a number of doctors and they, you know, they did a, a ultrasound and found that my uh, spleen was was swollen. And, you know, I finally went to see, you know, I kept on Googling my symptoms. And, and what the, the two things that actually came up were uh, chronic fatigue syndrome one and AIDS two, you know, and, um, you know, I went and confirmed that I didn't have AIDS. Okay. Um, you know, I, there was no reason why I would have it anyway, but who, who knows, you know, I had those symptoms and, you know, and then I found at Kyushu university hospital, which is the university that, that I was working at, I found the chronic fatigue syndrome expert and I went to see him and he said, you know, he did some blood tests and, you know, he was able to confirm that I had, you know, um, I had, you know, I had had, um, Epstein-Barr and Cytomegalo. And, you know, I asked him to check, check me for mycoplasma. He did that. And I had, you know, the antibodies for mycoplasma infection. And he wanted to give me anti-anxiety medication and I declined and I asked him to give me antibiotics instead. And basically his prognosis was that I was just going to get sicker and sicker until I was bedridden and, and, and there was nothing he could do about it. So, you know, um, I eventually found, you know, at the time my wife was, we thought that maybe it was, was heavy metal toxicity and we were looking for places to, that would do collation therapy in Japan, you know, uh, where I was at the, at the time. And, um, you know, I finally, we called somebody in Tokyo and they said, well, you should go see Dr. Yayama and he's nearby you, you know, I was in Fukuoka and he was in, um, Saga prefecture. Uh, near Saga City. <clears throat> so we went to see this alternative doctor and the guy was brilliant. He had invented this machine called the Zero Search Machine. It was like a scanner that could scan your body. And he was able to tell me in five minutes and actually confirm a, a lot of the blood tests that I had had. You know, he basically said, you have uh, aluminum, mercury, lead toxicity. You have cytomegalo virus, you have Epstein-Barr virus, you have mycoplasma infection, you have systemic candida, and you also have toxoplasmosis. So basically, my immune system had completely broken down. And it was, you know, a combination, according to him, of being exposed to electromagnetic radiation, um, heavy metal toxicity, and chemical toxicity, you know, among a number of other things. So... So, you know, I, I, you know, at the time I, I started to become extremely electrically sensitive and I found a log house up in the mountains and I went there. There were no uh, cell phone signals and immediately within like about 24 hours, you know, 50 percent of the, these bizarre symptoms that I was having disappeared. And I knew that was it. You know, I knew that 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 was the main causal factor. And it's I like say, moving away from the, uh, the cell phone towers where you, where you had yeah, to live. Yeah, really. It's it, yeah.
Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, what, yeah, what was his and, machine and called not, again? Yeah, the, the, the connection broke up for a second. So you said he had the uh, amazing machine called what? Zero, zero search machine. And he invented it. And he teaches doctors in Japan how to use it. And, you know, the, the guy is just absolutely brilliant. You know, he's just way above anybody else that I've never met a doctor that was as brilliant as this guy. And, you know... Uh, he, he's just maybe, too smart. Maybe I should yeah. have him on the show also. <laughs> yeah, but he, yeah, yeah, you could. I mean, he does speak English to a certain degree, so um, yeah. yeah, you might want to get him to to be on the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, maybe get a, a translator. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, okay. So, um, so your symptoms? You 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 found immediate relief by moving away from the uh, cell phone towers, or. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Big, big time. It, it was, you know, I, you know, I had so many, you know, my lymph nodes were swollen and, and I couldn't I couldn't think I had brain fog. Um, I couldn't remember things. I was forgetting things all the time. And then, you know, I never had this anxiety before in my life. You know, I, I'd get I'd get anxious if I was left alone. I'd get anxious getting on elevators, driving through tunnels. Never in my life had I had, I had that before. You know, I'm the kind of person that likes to be alone, you know, and then I was like feeling anxious to be by myself. So, yeah, it was kind of bizarre. But, I mean, you know, I've researched this for 15 years. And, you know, I, you know, after this happened, I, I just became a researcher. And, you know, the more I looked at it, the more it just became clear at the time that this was what was causing it because it was happening to other people around the world and there's a lot of studies you know with about people living near cell phone towers you know that show all kinds of biological effects all kinds of symptoms the same kind of symptoms that i was getting um you know there's there's a, a study in germany called the kempton west study where they you know these doctors that were you know pretty aware what's happening they there was a, a a cell phone tower installed in this this place and they went before they turned it on they went and took blood samples of all the people that were living within i think 500 meters of the cell phone tower and they measured serotonin and melatonin and they went back six months later and they measured the both serotonin and melatonin and there was a major drop in serotonin levels and a serotonin is is what you know makes you relax makes you feel good and the melatonin levels were reversed so usually melatonin goes up when it's dark and you know when it's light the levels drop but with these people the melatonin levels were high during the day and low at night so they were having trouble sleep sleeping uh you know there's another um, there's another study in germany called the Ringbox study, and they did the same thing, and they measured like um, um, dopamine levels and serotonin levels, and and what's called uh, phenethylamine levels, and they found drops in all these levels of people living near cell phone towers. So you know, it's there's there's numerous studies out there that people have done over the years, you know, about people living near cell phone towers, and they get the same things. So, so um, why is that the, happening? The, what 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 is the radiation? I mean, like, is, is it that you're being zapped by the electromagnetic frequencies, and that's what? I mean, well, what it what the, the EMFs do is they raise the the bad 
chemicals like the stress hormones. So you get you get an increase in the stress hormones, which which are adrenaline and cortisol. And the other the the, the good hormones, the feel good hormones, dopamine, serotonin, melatonin, um, phenylethylamine, and you know numerous other ones are depleted. So this is why you know uh, this is why the pharmaceutical industry is selling so much you know sleep medication why so many people are on anti-anxiety medication antidepressants it's because of the, the wireless uh, it, it does seem more like a plague now like the symptoms you you know you mentioned do seem to be prevalent it's almost like a pandemic with you know what you, what you're saying there with anxiety and all of yeah that. I mean when I first got sick you know I was looking at you know I was looking at countries that didn't have the technology yet. And I was looking at rates of chronic fatigue syndrome and rates of autism and ADHD. You know, at the, at the time, you know, places like Laos or Laos and Myanmar, they had virtually no autism. You know, I, I think it's probably changed now that the technology has gone there. But it's become normal for people to have, have autism. And, you know, if we go back to the 1970s, one in 10,000 kids had autism. Now it's – I don't know what the rate is now, but it, it's pretty high. And um, – I don't know if you looked at Martin Paul's research, but he is a, a um, professor, a, you know, previous professor at um, Washington, Washington State University. And he's got a, you know, he's got a degree in physics and he's got a degree in biochemistry. And, um, you know, he has looked at the research and he's come. He's he, what his connection is. It's it's with the voltage gated calcium channels on the cells. So what happens, you know, if you look at his research, he's, he's looked at all the research and he's done a review paper on this probably, I don't know, about seven years ago, I'm guessing. And he's looked at all the research and he, he's saying that the mechanism, it has to do with the EMFs. And this is proven that the EMFs open up the voltage gated calcium channels and this allows calcium to go into the cell. And calcium will stimulate en enzymes. And one of the enzymes that it stimulates is nitric oxide synthase. And downstream, you have nitric oxide binding with other free radicals, which are causing like peroxynitrate. Um, and this is what causes the problem, according to, to that research. And what I looked at in my most recent paper, you know, I use Martin Paul's research, but there's also recent research, another review paper by actually a number of Chinese researchers. And they, you know, what they're saying is that the viruses need calcium, okay, to proliferate. So this is the mechanism. You got the, the voltage-gated calcium channels being opened up by the EMFs, and they're, they're letting calcium pour into the cell. And the viruses are stimulated by the calcium, and this is why they're pr proliferating, and this is why it's more virulent. Wow. And I've been criticized by a number of people in this movement who are saying there's no connection between the 5G and the coronavirus. Well, we have a mechanism of action, um, and the research is saying, okay, we have a mechanism of action. We have all this research going back for. 40 years, 50 years, a lot of research actually done by the U.S. military that um, if you go to Magda Havis's website, she's got it all on her website. You know, um, she had been contacted by or she contacted this, you know, ex-military researcher, EMF researcher, and he said, well, I have boxes.
pieces of this stuff in my garage. And she says, she said, okay, I'll rent a U-Haul truck and come and pick it up. And she she's posted a lot of it on her website. It's all this military research. So we have research going back 50 years, thousands of studies showing biological effects, hundreds of these studies, you know, showing immune system effects. We don't only have that, but we have a mechanism of action. And now we have all this, 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 all these people being infected with this, what I believe is just a regular cold virus, but it's being stimulated by the 5G and it's being made more virulent by the 5G. And when you look at Wuhan, where they installed 10,000 5G antennas, they blanketed the city with, with 5G and they have 5G in the hospitals. Well, it's no wonder people there were having such a hard time. The same way they're having a hard time in New York City, where it's the 5G is also you know blanketing the city. But there's now, other so places what, where. So, so, so initially you were ill 14 or 15 years ago. So how many Gs yeah. were there back then? It wasn't 5G. And and what do we mean by G anyway? We, I know we go 3G, 4G, 5G. What what, right. what do we mean by the what are these Gs? Okay. And how did well, you get first, sick 15 yeah. years ago? Or, uh, well. You know, basically, I, I, I'm saying what there's people that got sick with 1G, and there's people that got sick with 2G, and there's people that got sick with 3G, and there's people that got sick with, with 4G. Um, so some people are more sensitive. Some people uh, react to it before others do. And basically, you can say that. What is a G? Okay, G stands for generation. So when first G came out, 1984 in the United States, they tested it in 1983 in chicago and the first cell phone network was set up in 1984 in the united states and that was first g that was you know um the first generation of, of cell phones and it was analog uh, 2g was digital and basically you had a cell phone tower you know on a mountain 10 miles away and people were using cell phones based on cell phone towers that were 10 miles away. And every time we've gone up a G, the technology advances. So with 2G, which I believe started in probably the early 90s, you they switched to digital. So they went from analog to digital. And then 3G, you know, people were able to use, you know, it was the technology became more advanced. So every time they they make an advancement with the technology. They roll out a new a new technology with the cell phones. And 5G is what 5G is is basically they're using they're going to be using higher frequencies, you know, because you're going to have higher with the higher frequencies you get higher download rates. So you can download things and everything's a lot faster. So instead of it taking you know 10 minutes to download a movie, you'll be able to download a movie in in a few seconds basically. So that, that's what it is. And um, there's one thing that a lot of people confuse 5G because you can get 5G Wi-Fi, but that's not 5G, the fifth generation of, of cell phone technology. That's 5 gigahertz. So I think with Wi-Fi, they have 2.4 gigahertz, and then they have 5 gigahertz. And a lot of people get this confused. They think that's 5G. They say, oh, I have 5G. No, you don't. That's five gigahertz. That's just um, a frequency of Wi-Fi that they're using. Uh, so it's gigahertz versus generation, basically. Right. Right. Okay. And yeah. so, um, so, so five G has been rolling out fairly recently. Then five G has rolled. You know, there's been a race. Okay, so Huawei is a big, 
big um, 5G, you know, a cell phone company in China. And America has its own companies, you know, and Sweden has its own company. You know, there's there's Ericsson, there's Nokia, there's uh, Qualcomm, you know, in San Diego, which is a big company involved in the 5G. And ironically, my cousin is uh, married to the son of the of the founder of that company. <laughs> I thought I I put that out there. You, you don't get invited to many of the <laughs> family functions, I guess, right? So. No, I, I don't for some reason, uh, and <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, well, they think they think you have a contagious virus, apparently, right? Or uh, well. <laughs> yeah, I have the tinfoil hat syndrome, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, well, this is—I mean, this is the first time I'm really—you know—I mean, I've been doing this show for 19 years, and this is the first time I'm really covering this subject at all, you know, and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I, I know that over the years people have said, well, you know, you could get brain cancer, don't keep the cell phone near your head, you know, use sure. headphones, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. these are the, the warnings we've been getting, but uh, uh, now it's now it sounds more serious as the generations uh, progress. Yeah, I th well, the thing is, the, you know, the the towers have to get closer and closer. And now with five G, because the, the they're using these higher frequencies, you're going to have, you know, these they have the um, macro cell towers and the micro cell towers. So you have this big cell tower, and it transmit to, transmits to the smaller micro cell towers, which are going to be outside your bedroom windows. So you know, people are being blasted with this radiation like they've never been before. And, you know, I I come from an experiential perspective on this. You know, I had my immune system completely break down. And, you know, and, you know, I had to reflect on my experience to figure out what's going on, you know, and reading things and looking under every rock. So, you know, as an educator, I'm very much into experiential learning. And I've read... Uh, um, you know, and I, there's a book that came out in 1984 by a guy named David Cole, Experiential Learning, which is an absolutely amazing book. But, you know, basically you have an experience. You reflect on your experience. You form generalizations and concepts based on those experiences or those reflections, and then you test them in new situations. And, and that's how we learn. And sometimes people tend to emphasize one of those areas versus another but um you know i i really think this is is a key to understanding the problem you know because so many people have been brainwashed by the media and they and uh, you know i've heard i hear the same cliches like a thousand times tinfoil hat luddite um uh confirmation bias uh conspiracy theory you know and these people they think they're being smart and they're just regurgitating what they've seen over and over and over in the media. And there's no critical thinking involved in this. There's no research. And they've been programmed, you know. And, and um, you know, this, this, these comments are stupid. You know, do, do the research. You know, don't just read an article in a magazine and think you know what you're talking about. You know, research, you know, thinking, critical thinking means making connections. And it means having a wide range of knowledge and making logical inferences. And if you can't make a logical inference and you're just regurgitating what you see on TV, then you're not thinking. Yeah, and I think that's... The skepticism yeah. of the media um, is very healthy right now. I, in yeah. fact, I, I don't know... I don't know if if any truth comes from the media at this point. So, um, 
you know. So so as well, soon as I see everybody denying uh, a connection between uh, COVID nineteen and five G, I start thinking, well, hmm, we better look into this. There might be something well, they, uh, to it. And that's what clued me into this. You know, I mean, I've, re- you know, I researched this for a long time. I, I, I think I know a lot. I, you know, I, I would say that I know more than 99.99% of the population about this. And, well, you know, I just, re- I've researched you know, it. <laughs> so, we, so we all can get to that place. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I, you know, it's really harmed my profession um, professionally. You know, uh, I, I've been denied jobs. I've been offered jobs, and then people have come back and said, "We're not going to give you the job." Because and, you're a conspiracy theorist, is that? Yeah, basically, because you know, people, you know, they they don't want to think. They want to just. They have. They've been programmed to believe certain things, and I think HR, you know, they see anything that has to do with, oh, this guy thinks that cell phones are dangerous. Oh, he must be a. a a tinfoil hat, conspiracy theorist, a Luddite, you know, and it's it's really sad that, um, you know, people don't want to do the research and they just right. believe everything. They, whistleblowers they are, are held in high esteem until they, they actually blow a whistle, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then, they're held, then they're held in prison <laughs> very often. But, you know, I mean, I, I you know... I just got sick, sick of it. I mean, I, I went to China, you know, a year and a half ago, you know, because I, I was just so tired of banging my head against the wall. I just wanted to, to live a normal life, forget about this, forget about all this EMF stuff and just, you know, make a living. And, you know, and I, I really tried to forget about this, to be honest, you know, I, you know, there's. Oh, is it just cell phone I, towers or are there other sources of uh, electromagnetic uh, you might call pollution I guess but uh, you know I used to work at radio stations with the antenna out back so yeah. sure. <laughs> uh, it's it's um, it's radio frequency which is your your cell phones and your radar and your radio waves you know and then we you know they also have the wiring in your house has has EMF so that's uh, extremely low frequency. And, you know, there's um, magnetic fields that can come from wiring errors in your house that can make you sick. And there's what's called dirty electricity uh, um, that is high frequency transients running on the electric wires and that can make you sick. So there's there's a lot of different kinds of EMFs. What and, about Wi-Fi or Bluetooth or? Yeah, well, well, that's all radio frequency. You know, they, you know, Wi-Fi is is radio waves. So they what they call radio frequency RF waves. So you know, all that affects us. You know, it's all affects us. I, you know, you know, I know how to protect myself to a certain degree, taking certain supplements and things. But you know, I, you know, I, you know, I used to go into a hotel and I'd wake up at two o'clock, you know, on the button because of the Wi-Fi. You know, so. So, um, and maybe in just a little bit we'll talk about uh, some of the measures we can take to protect ourselves, but let's get into this uh, conspiracy th- conspiracy theory that, uh, you know, I first became aware of uh, Woody Harrelson uh, mentioning, mentioning this a few days ago, and apparently other celebrities have been um, questioning whether there is a connection between 5G and COVID-19. So, and and then, uh, you know, what about, you know, Wuhan, but also other hotspots around the world? I mean, can you uh, give us a little 
tour of, uh, you know, I mean, you said Wuhan is one of the most, uh, one of the cities with the most um, cell, cell phone towers at this point, most 5G coverage. Yeah, well, you know, <clears throat> they've been, there's, a, there's been a race between the United States and, and some other countries and China, because whoever can get this technology out the first is going to get the market share of it. And China and and you know this is the reason this woman was arrested in uh, in Canada. The CLO of of Huawei is because China is trying to sell the technologies to as many countries as it can, so it can get the market share. It's, it's capitalism. It's competition. And they were they're selling the technology to the to the Iranians. That's why she was arrested. And the Iranians, you know, I believe very strongly because I've looked at you know a number of articles, and they said they're ready to to implement the five G. So I believe they've been trialing the five G. So it's it's the five G has just come out in the last year. There's been a race to install this five G, and even within China, you know, a number of cities. There were 16 cities initially selected. To trial the 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 5G, you know, and uh, Wuhan was one of these cities, and then it expanded to like 48 cities. If I I don't know if I have that number right, but something like that. And you know, it it was it started to be offered commercially on November 1st of of 2019, and America has been racing to roll out the 5G. So America, you know, a good portion of the country is now blanketed in 5G. So, um, so this is this is something that's been added to our environment within the last, I would say, the last six months. That is new, and, and you know, if you look, and, and then along you know, with that, we come the brand new these, comes the brand new uh, virus, the the novel, uh, never uh, seen before, uh, COVID nineteen, yeah. new new virus. So, yeah. So, you know, I was looking at videos of people being interviewed, and that's on in my article that had the, the, the COVID 5G, I mean, the COVID 19 virus. Well, and well, maybe it should be called the COVID 5G. Right? Well, let's, let's see. Huh? Well, that's, that, that's, I did change the name to that in my article. And, you know, <laughs> but, um, and, and, you know, people with very mild symptoms. Where? So, um, um, <clears throat> well, I'm, I'm in the process of. It's it's on my it's on my website, which is EMF uh, Refugee Blogs uh, Blogspots dot com or something like that. I I I don't know the the exact, but it's if you go to the microwave factor, which is my my um, blog. You know, I, I've been I, I've had this blog for for about fifteen years, and you know, I have like thousands of articles and YouTube videos. And scientific research studies on this topic, so it's 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 um it's a it's a really good resource. Are, are the, are it's the called the microwave factor. In the house, uh, just as dangerous to be around, also. Oh, uh... well, you know these microwaves. I've I I've measured them, and um, yeah, I believe they are. I've measured. You turn on the microwave. You know, I had this meter. And as soon as you turn on the microwave, it would go all the way to the red. You know, the dial would go as far as up as it as it could. So they leak. They leak. They leak the microwaves. The, the, they're not shielded. They leak microwaves big time. And, you know, back, back in the 70s, they, they were saying don't stand in front of them because it's going to affect your eyes. And they do affect your eyes. And, and um, you know, as someone that's sensitive, 
you know, I was, I, you know, a couple years, a number of years ago, I was, I was in Japan, and I was, I was working in Insunomia, in a university, and you know, I'm sitting there, and suddenly, you know, my my vision gets blurry when I'm around too much um, EMFs, and suddenly. Well, my vision got blurry, and I realized that this woman had just turned on the microwave. She was heating up her coffee in the microwave, you know, and, you know, um, you know I, I reacted. I never to trusted it. them. I don't cook with a microwave, but, you uh, know. I don't either. <laughs> they're everywhere, though. But, um, you know, there's one, you know, some anecdotal evidence about that is that um, this, this nurse was going to give this person blood, and she said, oh. It's cold. Why don't we just heat it up in the microwave? So they put it in the microwave. They heated up the blood and they gave it to the person, and the person died. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what does that tell you, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I never trusted it. I don't know. It's like uh, if you're cooking, like let's let's use a little flame or I don't know, the electric stove. But they used to, they used to be against law in, in in the Soviet Union. So you know, and the Soviets have done a lot of research on that. Yeah, I think I saw something on so, your website that listed, you know, just, uh, yeah, what did they call Did they, what did they call it? Was it microwave disease or what, what was the? Yeah, microwave, microwave sickness. Microwave sickness, yeah. yeah. And they went through uh, including yes. vision problems. And it, it seems like so many things that plague people these days could be associated with uh, the electromagnetic uh, pollution about which you speak. But... Nobody thinks about it. I mean, I guess it's, you know, follow the money. I mean, this is probably, uh, you, you know, you know, if you tell a smoker, if you tell a smoker that cigarette's bad for you and you're going to get cancer, he doesn't want to hear it. He or she, because they love their cigarettes and they don't want to hear this. And people love their cell phones. They don't want to hear that it might might be dangerous because this is so convenient. You can do so many things. And um yeah, I mean, I understand that. And, and until you're really affected, you're not going to do anything. And I think now with the 5G, this is going to be a big wake-up call to the world. Because not only is it affecting people's health, but it's destroying the world economy. People are, can't work. They're out of work. So now I think people are going to take a look at this and take it more seriously. And, you know, all, like you said... You know, I mean, when I first got into this, when I first clued me in, is somebody posted something about all the cell phone towers in Wuhan, you know, on Facebook. And it immediately got shut down as fake news. And that clued me in. And I said, well, you know, I've, I've done a lot of research on this, even though I've, I've wanted to forget about this for the past year, year and a half. And I started looking into it. And once I started looking into it you know it just became a no-brainer to me 10,000 10, 5g antennas in a small city um you know that has to have an effect yeah. now do you think um, i mean yeah. now we we, we uh, often talk about this virus or, or you know many of these coronaviruses or you know coming from wet markets uh, in china and uh, you know the Bat soup, I think, has been mentioned as a source of this. And do you do you think that yeah. the cell phone uh, towers have affected the virus itself, or is it the you, you mentioned that or the, the calcium? Uh, what did you say? The, the effect on humans? Uh, yeah, uh, voltage gated calcium channel block. Uh, voltage gated calcium. 
channels voltage, on, on voltage, the shelves. Voltage-gated uh, calcium channels. Yes. Okay, that's the first yeah, I'm hearing um, of that. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so VGCC is the is the initial initialism. Mm. Not the acronym, but the initialism. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm so being the English teacher here. <laughs> If I and see if if I only had been an English teacher, I, I was, you know, uh, I would I would have had just such a much more secure career than uh, being a disc jockey and program director at radio stations around the country. And I knew I knew when to use who or whom. And so and I like diagramming sentences. So I don't know if I, if it's a career path or not. I don't have sentences with a preposition either. So. They they need lots of English teachers in China at the moment. So <laughs> I'm afraid I, I, I too many cell phone towers there. I don't know if uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, not afraid of the coronavirus. Yeah. The five G internet, right? So so yeah. are are you thinking that it was that the people were affected, or is this a different virus because it's affected by cell phone exposure or electromagnetic? I I, I this this is what I believe. I believe it's just your regular coronavirus that causes colds in people and it's a normal virus that people get and people say well if it's the 5g why is there five why no it's a virus virus is what viruses do people get infected with viruses they spread people get sick they recover some people that are old die you know that's just a fact of life this is what viruses do okay but don't i'm not saying that 5g caused the virus i think it's a normal virus i think 5g has made that virus more more virulent and i believe it's also weakened people's immune systems this is what's this is what's causing the problems in wuhan in new york city in other places you look at africa it's people are hardly affected you know the you have countries with only two two people two people that have the virus except for south africa south africa has the 5g no other no other country maybe nigeria has it now a few months ago, they didn't have it. It's rolling out pretty quickly, but very few people have it in Africa, and there's low rates in South America. If you look at the countries that don't have the 5G, there's less people with it. Okay, and you really got to do the research because not all the maps are accurate. You know, like if you go to the the one map that shows where all the 5G is, it says there's no 5G in, in France. Well, there is 5G in France, so you have to you have to Google the country. You have to Google 5G. You have to Google 5G trials, and you have to look at all the articles to get the research. So, you know, so, you just so can't look initial, at the map because the initial hotspot was Wuhan, uh, but also uh, how about uh, Italy, for example? That's another famous okay. for being a hotspot. Right? So, uh, the the European Commission told all the European countries that we want you to start trialing 5G in at least one city, and some countries. A lot of the, uh, I think, I believe a number of the northern European countries have, you know, tr have been trying trialing it in limited areas. But what Italy did is they they decided they wanted to just trial it everywhere in the country. And, you know, I looked at Milan and Vodafone is in there big time doing all kinds of 5G stuff. The whole, you know, 80 percent of that whole area is blanketed in 5G radiation. And, you know, I, if my newest version of my article, I have I have a picture of of Italy with where all the 5G towers are. And this this guy in Italy sent it to me and the whole country is pretty much blanketed in 5G and, and especially northern uh, 
Italy, like Milan and a number of those those cities up there have really, you know, have really been pushing the 5G. So that that, you know, I mean, there's there's different kinds of trialing. So, you know, some things where they only turn turn it on once and, and test some things that can be a trial. But there's long term trialing where they just keep the, the, the cell phone towers on. 24/7, and they're blanketing, you know, areas with the 5G radiation, and and they're testing all kinds of, you know, Internet of Things and and stuff. So in in Milan, they have the 5G in the hospitals. You know, if you look at my article, there's an inter- interview of a woman, you know, that works for Vodafone, and she's explaining the whole thing about 5G in the city, and she says, yeah, we have it in the hospitals. So, I mean, uh, Martin Paul said, you know, installing 5G antennas is about the, the stupidest thing that anyone could ever do without any any re- research into the health effects. And, and you know, I, I would say, you know, putting it in hospitals is even stupider. You know, I mean, you know, yeah, well, I mean, the, science. I, the Cleveland Clinic had a McDonald's in its lobby. So, you know, that's a famous heart clinic. So uh, <laughs> sometimes not the brightest things are done by, by humans. And uh, and, and are, are other animals being affected? Birds or, you know, I think I saw a video where somebody was saying that the, the birds were falling uh, from the trees and yeah, other animals were having problems. Well, yeah. Apparently, you know, uh, Martin Paul has been has been cover- has been following the rollout in Europe, and he's been documenting all these bizarre things that are going on. And one was, I think it was in, in Geneva, Switzerland. They were testing the 5G, you know, and they turned it on, and suddenly all these birds died of heart attacks. You know, they, they dropped up out of the sky. And, you know, they're denying that they did that. But, okay, what else could have caused it? You know, because there's a lot of research that says, you know, 5G can, you know, certain frequencies can cause heart attacks. It's been proven, you know, and they've they've done all kinds of research. You know, they can use different frequencies to, the military can use different frequencies to make you depressed. So you don't, the enemy doesn't want to fight. You know, the military has all kinds of research on, on this EMF stuff where they use they use frequencies to to make the the enemy lethargic, <laughs> which is basically chronic pain syndrome, you know, so they don't feel like doing anything. Wow. So you know, are, are we all victims of, yeah. of military operations here? Everybody's lethargic, can't sleep, anxious. It sounds like it could be every country's military against every other country's. And here no, we are. I, I, I don't think that they're doing it um, to make us that way. You know, I mean, the military does it to the enemy, but I think the wireless industry, you know, they, they, they've been lying to us for 40 years about this they've been lying you know and there this there's so many independent scientists that have shown so many biological effects and the wireless industry is in bed with the government it's in bed with the media it's in bed with with scientists who are unethical who are willing to take money to come up with research that's going to prove some independent scientists research wrong and, you know, if you look at the research, you know, someone will come up with a study that says, okay, EMFs open up the blood-brain barrier, okay? So there was a research in, I think, the 1970s that showed this. It opens up the blood-brain barrier. Well, then there's like 10 other research studies right after that 
saying, no, it doesn't open up the blood-brain barrier. And it's all funded by the, by the, by industry. And, and then reporters will come, come by and they say, well, it's inconclusive because this study says it does, but this, these other studies say it don't. Well, you got to look deeper. Okay. I mean, you know, I wish, I wish the technology was completely safe. You know, I have no reason to to lie about this, you know, I mean, and neither do any of these other people, you know, they're they're just honest people and they're concerned citizens. And and but the wireless industry, they know it's dangerous, but for them, it's not about the science. It's it's about the PR. And it's always been about the PR for them. And and the money, of course. And uh, what good what good is all of this fast downloading if there's nobody to download you know i mean it's uh, uh it, well i you know honestly i think they shot themselves in the foot with this 5g you know and i think the truth is going to come out despite all this media saying there's no connection between the 5g and the coronavirus you know and you know, well, because the, the one like word response is I see when government officials, health officials in the UK say, oh, all of this is, you know, conspiracy theory or rubbish or nonsense. Th- those aren't really good scientific explanations. You know, it doesn't make me feel no. better when somebody just says, you know, no. I mean, one that's, you know, has, has an IQ over 100, <laughs> you know, is going to be suspicious. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, and this seems to be catching on even more than, I mean, I'm, I'm generally a vegan activist related to animals mm-hmm. and the environment and human health, and I haven't been necessarily paying Josh, attention. You know Josh Hart? Who? You know Josh Hart? By Josh Hart. He, he's, a, he's a vegan activist, but he's also a EMF activist, so. Well, you should talk to him, too, I think. I'm going to have to talk to him. You know, I mean, I, I see people are taking this seriously and burning down um, cell phone towers in the U.K. right now. So uh, somebody, uh, you know, you know, I mean, the if something's harming you, you know, uh, there's a there's a woman named Eileen O'Connor and, you know, probably a good 15 years ago. I think she got sick around the same time I did. But she was having the same symptoms. She was living in, in, in the UK, and place I think it was Midlands, and she started having all these symptoms. And she'd go to the doctors, and they'd say, uh, there's nothing wrong with you. It's all in your head. She didn't know what was causing it. And then she got breast cancer. And then she's in the hospital being treated for breast cancer, and she keeps on running into her neighbors, and they all have some form of cancer. And she finally made the connection that it was a cell tower near her house. And all these people that lived around the cell tower were getting cancer. And she became an activist. And and one night, somebody knocked down the tower. Now, I'm not recommending that people knock down towers. But, you know, I'm not crying. I'm not crying that they knocked down a tower. I I don't think it's horrible. If it's harming you, if it's causing you to get cancer you know i mean i mean with the, you know, come with on non-responsive you know government that doesn't listen media you know who are exactly. all fake yeah the government is in the pocket of the industry and you know who pays for their campaign to get them elected you know they donate lots of money and the, you know it's a revolving door thing you got the fcc 
and you got the FDA and people in industry go in and out, you know, they go in the FCC and then they're working for industry and then back and right. forth. They, you they know? go from uh, Monsanto and GMO into the government. And, you you know, know, and, I mean, yeah, and we have a number of, of, of people suing the FCC right now because of this wireless stuff. You know, a woman. Oh, really? Yeah, they're suing the FCC. So a woman named um, Daphna Tatchover, she's an Israeli woman, but she's working under um, Kennedy in the uh, child. I think it's the Child Defense Fund and uh, Dever Davis in her organization. Um, um, health something health trust. I Sorry, I can't remember the name. Sorry, no. But, you know, she's she is also has a suit against the FCC because of this 5G rollout, you know. Um, yeah. So and people. How, how fast you know, is this rollout happening? So uh, is it, it's happening fast enough to where there are hot spots of uh, Corona, uh, COVID nineteen, or uh, well, COVID five G in New Chino. York City, uh, the Bay Area, in yeah. uh, L A, uh, Washington yeah. State. Are they all rolling them out yeah. there? And well, Seattle is blanketed in five G. The Bay Area is blanketed in 5G, um, you know, Silicon Valley. If you look at Santa Clara, this is, you know, Santa Clara is where all those tech companies are. Google, Netflix, Apple, eBay, you know, uh, they're all there. And that is blanketed with 5G. And, and if you look, you know, they have a very high rate of coronavirus compared to maybe like Santa Cruz County or Monterey, which don't have the 5G yet. Yeah. No. So, uh, what part of California? I'm, I'm in the Bay Area. I'm I'm uh, I'm, I'm in the uh, East Bay, uh, San Fr- you know, San Francisco area. Okay. Okay. So, right. Uh, yeah. I lived in Santa Cruz for a long time. I lived up in Lake County for a while. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Lake Lake County probably uh, is not covered with 5G and would have fewer cases of. Uh, exactly. Exactly. That's why I was living up there. <laughs> you know, I'm not. Well, this and is amazing, just and, and just... you, you, you know, you've gone from country to country too. So, I mean, Italy, uh, Iran is Iran a hot spot too, and it's being rolled out there. Did you say? Well, you know, the, the reason this woman, you know, the CLO for Huawei got arrested in in Canada was because there are sanctions against Iran, and and they do not want anyone to sell them, you know, the the tech. Technology for 5G, and you know they found evidence that Huawei was selling them the 5G technology. You know, and I I believe from what I looked at, you know they they said Iran has says we have trialed the 5G. Okay, they say we're ready to implement it. You know, I firmly believe that yeah they have the 5G and it's and they've been trialing it and they have the antennas up. This is what I believe about because it doesn't make sense that only the that country would be so high, whereas in you know their surrounding countries like Iraq, they have hardly any cases of the COVID of COVID. Mm-hmm. So COVID five G, you wanted to say, right? COVID five G, yeah. COVID five G, <laughs> COVID uh, nineteen. So. Um, yeah, this is uh, so. So, uh, are we supposed to demand something of government? I mean, it, are we going to say, please rip out the five G towers and what go back to four G or three G? Like, what I, what do I, we want? I, you know, I think people have to make a decision. I people need to do the research. Don't just believe what 
the government says. The government says, oh, there's no connection. Do the research yourself, you know. And, Facebook and where, should not where should be people talking. go for research? Tell you know your website. Tell us places to go to. to there, are, there are a lot of websites. They can look at the Bio Initiative, which is, you know, back in 2007. You know, a number of researchers from around the world, and these are people, these are well-respected scientists from some of the top universities from around the world. They put out a document, you know, 700 pages. It's called the Bio Initiative. And they came back in, I think, 2012 and updated it with 29 scientists, I believe. You know, these are these are all scientists, EMF researchers from top universities, top institutions from around the world. And, you know, the wireless industry has been trying to make them look like a bunch of idiots. And, you know, these are these are intelligent people. These are honest, um, ethical people. OK. And they, you know, the, the you know, if, if you read. There was a, there was a, a a researcher named um, Robert Becker. He wrote a book in in 1985, and I think another one in 1992 called The Body Electric. You know, he he outlines you know the dirty tricks that the industry plays, and they're playing the same tricks. You know, they try to you know there's a there's a book called Doubt Doubt is My Product. Uh, you know, you, people need to to look at a lot of this research they and, and just what can't. are we supposed to demand I, I started to ask so take out take away the 5g towers but it's still okay with 4g or 3g like what what is there some sort of solution um, i i personally don't think that any of this wireless is is safe and i think it's it's really going to destroy the environment and the insects are dying all over the world the bees are dying it's not just the bees it's all the insects and amphibians are very sensitive to this. You know, they've been talking about frogs dying and, you know, disappearing. You know, if you go to Costa Rica, the frogs are disappearing. And then they say, oh, well, Costa Rica is such an environmentally, you know, conscious country. But they're blanketed with all the cell phone towers just like anywhere else. And, you know, what I've noticed, you know, I've noticed that you see a lot of frogs, you know, like when I was uh, living in this log cabin where there are no cell phone signals, you know, 15 years ago, there were frogs all over the place. And I think frogs are a good biological marker. If you don't have frogs, then that's a warning signal. You know, we, the frogs are the canaries. And, you know, people like myself, we are, the sensitive people are the canaries and the sensitive people should be listened to. And they've been mocked and they've been criticized and they've been they've been ridiculed, you know, with all this tinfoil hat conspiracy science, you know, conspiracy theory, you know, all this rhetoric, this narrative that's being put out by the media and the wireless industry. We are the canaries. You know, you, everyone needs to listen to these people that are the first to get sick, the, the electrically sensitive people. And they've been ridiculed. They've been ostracized, you know, and this is wrong. And this is what the media wants people to do. You know, this is what the wireless industry, you know, it, it's, you know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> We're talking okay. to Paul Dion, um, and it's Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden. And so, so what would our objective be? We would want them to take, take away the cell towers and then we wouldn't have um, all of the... Uh, 
great features uh, all the apps so we wouldn't we wouldn't have our cell phone would that be the yeah. ideal situation yeah. is to go back yeah, I'm... go back to pre-cell well, phone I, days you know, my, what, I, what I believe is that we we should go wired. Everything should be wired. All right. We should, you know, using. You're going, you're going you know, back to my childhood where the phone was attached to the wall. Uh, you know, I mean, that's. Yeah. You, know, you, know, uh, you know, in the 1950s, people smoked everywhere. You know, you, you know, it's like uh, Mad Men. You know, people are just smoking in their offices, in the airport, in the restaurants. And people can't imagine that now. Because it's dangerous. Secondhand cigarette smoke is dangerous. But at the time, if anyone had complained about it, they would have been ostracized. Sure. Sure. Right? Yeah, well, the, the, the TV commercials, but now if any, TV if commercials were selling cigarettes with people dressed like doctors, you know, like doctors recommending right. cigarettes. And, of course, my mother and father smoked like chimneys. I mean, just everybody smoked. You know. Right. So I, I smoked so now between if anyone the age of uh, 18 and 24 until my, my mother got lung cancer, and that was my wake-up call to stop smoking, right. you know, at, at that time. But you're right. Uh, you know, we used to be in bars. We we were. I went to Queens College in New York City. We smoked in class, and nobody had a second thought about yeah. that. You know, pretty amazing. Yeah, I, have, I have a friend that, uh, you know, he, went, he was in Philly, uh, you know, at University of Pennsylvania. He said people used to smoke in class, you know. We did. I did. Yeah, back back in guilty, guilty as charged, you know. So, yeah. But it's, can you imagine? Uh, can you imagine someone let a cigarette up in class now? What would happen? Yeah, they'd have the SWAT team come in, like, <laughs> probably. You know. So. Yeah, really. <laughs> so, so you want the so, day to come when somebody pulls out a cell phone and the SWAT team arrives, right? Or we're we're arrested maybe, on maybe the spot. We can, have, so. we can have little hot spots just so so people can go and use their cell phones you know why do we have to blanket the whole world with with 5g radiation um you know i mean i would rather and again you 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 got live really, in, in you became really ill 15 years ago when it was 1g or 2g was that you know back then uh, um, i think it was 3g so i think 1g he was probably like every 10 years you got a new g so I think from 1984 until like the early 90s, I think it was 1G and then 2G came out in the 90s, you know, early 90s. And then in the early part of this of the of the 21st century, I think we had 3G and then 4G came around, you know, 2000, probably around 2010. And now 5G, you know, now it's 2020, 5G is coming out. So, you know, it's approximately every 10 years, they'll come out with a new generation of, of cell phone technology. But the 5G, you know, and every, every time they come out, it's more dangerous, you know, it becomes more digitalized and, you know, and, and the closer the towers get so the towers you know used to be 10 miles away and now they're 10 meters away you know that might be an exaggeration but you know the, the, they have to have them extremely close and you know if you read my paper or miller he's measuring a lot you know he's a building biologist in, in los angeles and he goes around and he measures you know he goes around and measures people's houses and and gives them advice on what to do and he's measuring much higher rates now with the 5G than he was with the 4G, you know, and Martin Paul saying up to 30 times the amount of radiation. 
radiation with 5G than we were getting with 4G. And if we're getting 30 times the amount of radiation from 5G, for me, it's a no-brainer, you know, that people are having all these all these symptoms, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you know, they you're, can't you're, breathe. A building, you're a building biologist, too, aren't you? Is that... Well, you know, I, I, I've lived abroad for 27 years of my adult life. I left America in 1988 when I was 26 to go teach English in Japan and I thought I would be there one or two years and I ended up living abroad for you know 20 I went back for five years really had a hard time I couldn't handle you know the American psyche <laughs> you know and I left and you know I, I I swore I would never go back to the United States um, I had such a hard time um, and, and you know, I what, what, was so, what, was, what was so challenging about the American psyche? And, and thank you for putting up with me today and, and the American hey, well, psyche. Well, I, <laughs> I left in 1988 and things are different. And, you know, I, I, you know, I, 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 was, I was working in Silicon Valley and I saw so many People with big egos and narcissism and entitlement and nastiness, um, you know, this this whole, especially in that area. You know, I, I taught up and I lived, when I lived in Lake County, people were so so much so much nicer. So maybe it was just the, the Bay Area that I was experiencing. But I had such a hard time in the workplace. You know, um, you know, I'm 25 years a professional teacher. I've taught around the world. I have a master's degree in teaching and People were attacking me for no reason. Maybe it was the five G <laughs> or the four G. <laughs> maybe you know? maybe so. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's the problem today. That uh, they're people, all. Uh, yeah. People are all. You know, they're they're irritable and they they go on. Yeah. I mean, if people are being road exposed, rage and anxiety. Yeah, road rage. And, and, well, yeah. I mean, you know, I told you before it 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 stimulates the the adrenaline, and if you have adrenaline. If you're being, you know, it, uh, this researcher, Dr. Robert Becker, he was he was twice nominated for the Nobel Prize in medicine. He wrote a book called The Body Electric, and he, you know, he talks about all the stuff. They they call it subliminal stress. Subliminal stress. It's like subliminal advertising. You don't know you're being advertised to, right? They flash signs in the in the advertising. You know what I'm talking about, right? Sure. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, subliminal stress. Is you don't there's no visible stressor, you know, so you don't know you're being stressed. The EMFs create cause your body to produce the stress hormones. Hormones, so it's stressing you, but you don't see a tiger or you don't see some guy coming at you with a knife. So you don't you don't think you're being stressed, but it's stressing you. So you have this adrenaline, and I, yeah, it's it's caused road rage it's causing people to be nasty in the workplace it's you know it's causing you know police to probably freak out and start shooting when they shouldn't be shooting you know because they're all pumped up with this adrenaline i mean that's what i believe affecting the brain at all i mean we talked about the the calcium the the v whatever Psychiatric disorders, absolutely. Uh, Martin Paul, you know, he's he first he wrote this paper about the the voltage gated calcium channels, but he's got you know he's got a paper on psychiatric dis- psychiatric disorders. You know, 
which you know um insomnia anxiety that all falls under that um but yeah i mean all all this you know the behavioral disorders that you see you know narcissistic personality disorder borderline personality disorder you know uh, you know uh, yeah so um <laughs> how, how do we get away from them though now i mean like what what so you, you say they're you were, uh, but maybe you're not anymore. What a, a building uh, biology practitioner. Um, yeah. So sorry, I got sidetracked. But I, you know, okay. I I've been researching this for a number of years, a number of years, and I, you know, I decided I, you know, I let I left Japan. I lived in in China, you know, a, a number of years ago for a year and a half, and then I went to India. I lived in this. Um, this uh, intentional community in India called Oroville. And at the time there were, you know, they had no cell phone towers there. So it was, for me, it was paradise. You know, I just felt wonderful. I just felt normal again, um, relaxed. Uh, but then I ended up living in Thailand for a year. And then, you know, I went back to Japan and I was living, I was, you know, I, I got a job as associate professor at a a place called Utsunomiya University. You know, I taught there for a year until Fukushima happened. So, you know, I, I was 100 miles away, so I left, you know, and um, ended up living in Chile for a year where I worked. And then I decided to go back to the United States in 2013. And I was there until 2018. And during that time, you know, I, I went back and I enrolled in, you know, in a course at the the, um, the Institute for Building Biology and Ecology, which is in um, Santa Fe, New Mexico. And so I did their, you know, they had just started a course called, um, you know, Electromagnetic Radiation Specialist. So I enrolled in it and, you know, I did all the course coursework and I went there, you know, a number of times to, to do intensive courses. And, uh, yeah, it was really good. And I, I worked part time as, as an Electromagnetic Radiation Specialist while I was teaching English in the Bay Area. And, you know, I, I mean, one of the reasons, you know, I'm, I'm working from early in the morning to late at night. I don't have health insurance and I'm not making enough money to pay my bills. This is one of the reasons I left. I just got fed up, you know, and this is the situation in America and in the workplace. People are being extremely nasty. You know, you haven't done anything wrong and people are attacking you. So this is why I left and I have sworn I'm never going to go back to America to live, to live or work again. And, you know, I'm not, you know, I'll live abroad for the rest of my life. I'll go back to visit, but I'm not going to live there anymore. So, but there, there are people then working as building biology uh, practitioners and what they yep. go around and consult uh, what homeowners, schools, businesses. I mean, what, what yeah. do they do? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So there's an increasing number of people that are being qualified. So building biology, it was initially called Bal Biology, and it started in Germany, and they have an institute in Germany. And basically, you know, they are looking at healthy living spaces. So they're not just looking at, you know, people that become building biologists. They look at, you know, building materials and, and mold and, and a lot of different things. But if they also have, you know, you know, a specialty course where you become qualified as a electromagnetic radiation specialist. And a lot of people will get multiple, multiple, uh, you know, qualifications. So they, they can do a lot of things, but certain people are only focusing on the, um, you know, the electromagnetics. 
And I think with this 5G, there's going to be a lot more business. But, um, you know, Ora Miller and, um, yeah, there's a number of people. And, you know, and then what can they consult? In the Bay Area. What can they advise people to do? I mean, if the cell phone towers are nearby or. Well, they, you know, they, they, they'll go through. They'll go through your house, you know, because, you know, sometimes it's not just the wireless. They'll go through your house and they have a lot of different kinds of meters. So a lot of people say, oh, I bought this meter. Well, there's there's a multitude of meters. You're measuring different kinds of, of electromagnetic radiation. So, you know, if, you're, if your house is not wired properly, you can get um, what are called high magnetic fields and they will have biological effects. Um, you can have electric fields, um, and then there's the the RF, which is the radio frequency, the wireless. So they'll go in and measure all, all this stuff, and they'll make recommendations. You know, um, you can have your house painted and shielded. You can have special curtains and and um, film put on the windows to block out the the radio frequency. But then they would recommend, you know, that you uh, hardwire everything in your house, that you don't use your cell phone, you turn it off, or you use a corded phone that when you use uh, your computer that you're using um, Ethernet cables you know there's you know there's ways that you can reduce your exposure to electromagnetic fields and, and you know I, I, um, I've heard that the, right. like, uh, PG&E Pacific Gas and Electric Smart meters are a potential hazard whether you have a, any thoughts yeah, on they that? are yeah I mean uh, a lot of people have you know I got sick living near cell phone towers but a lot of people were fine until a smart meter was put on their house and suddenly they got sick so for a lot of people that you know they get involved in this movement because they get sick basically and for, for a lot of people it was a smart meter you know I, I think so i think everyone is affected but people don't connect the dots they have these symptoms they can't sleep the doctor doesn't say it's because of the 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 cell tower next to your house the doctor says here take these sleeping pills or take this anti-anxiety medication they don't you know they're not looking at the the root cause of the problem usually and they should be you know they should be looking at this they should be considering this and i think more and more doctors are um mm-hmm. so but you know most you know most yeah yeah go ahead oh okay so um Oh, so you do think doctors are looking at this more, or um, is that what you, what you I think they are. I think they are. I think I think they are, but still, you know, maybe a small percentage. You know, maybe ten years ago it was one percent. Maybe it's about ten percent now, which is good. You know, but, you know, everyone is afraid what other people will think, and right. no one wants to be a luddite. No one wants to be a tinfoil hat wearing luddite. A conspiracy theory MD. Oil hat conspiracy theory. And doctors don't study nutrition either, so I don't know. No, no, nobody, nobody wants a doctor who says go vegan and stay away from uh, electromagnetic uh, pollution or something. You know. Oh, well, you know, some of them do, right? <laughs> some, some. Well, there, there's some really good doctors out there. Um, yeah. yeah. This doctor in, in Japan, he, he is absolutely brilliant. You know, I mean, when I got sick. You know, I, I developed, you know, horrible. I had these warts all over my hands. And, you know, I was going to see a dermatologist in the city of Fukuoka. And, and I would go to see him every week. And he would, he would freeze, you know, using um, liquid, liquid uh, nitrogen or hydro, I forget. You know, they would freeze all, 
of the warts, right? This is this is uh, this is the procedure. But they would grow back the following week. And finally, I you know I I went to see Doctor Yam, and he says, "Okay, let me take a look," right? You know, <laughs> very nonchalant. So he pulls out his scanner, which is just you know it's this zero search machine. And he's got this thing, and he scans your your body, and he's scanning my hand, and he's got this thing called the rheometer, and he's checking different frequencies, you know, because, you know, they have found that everything has its unique signature frequency, you know, mold, viruses, you know, bacteria, heavy metals, everything has a, a certain frequency. And this is how he checks. You know, this is how he checks. And he's, he's checking, and then he goes, oh, <laughs> he says, hold this medicine. So I put the medicine in one hand, you know, I got this metal bar in one hand and the medicine in the other. And, um, and then he's scanning and he goes, oh, this will work. He said it's candida. He said it's candida. You know, um, you know, as when I was, you know, I had I've, I've suffered from like contact dermatitis and eczema and all this stuff my whole my whole life since I was a baby. And when I was a teenager, I got a job working in a hospital and they made me use these really nasty detergents. And I had very serious allergic reactions to these detergents. And and the doctor gave me steroid cream and I put that steroid came all over my hands, you know, for, for months probably because I was having these reactions. And it weakened the immunity of my skin. And but he, he gave me this cream and I put the cream on and within a week it, it was completely gone. The warts had disappeared. And I, you know, I went to the dermatologist and he, he was shocked. And he said, What candida? I never heard of that. He said, I, I've heard that warts viruses cause warts, but I never heard of candida. But he and but he said and he said I thought that guy was was crazy you know the doctor Ayama but but he <laughs> it made him think that maybe this doctor Ayama was not as stupid as you know everyone was saying he was you know <laughs> so and uh, yeah. yeah well I mean you know so there there are so many treatments for heart disease cancer stroke and diabetes and yet a lot of people find that they are reversed by going on a healthy uh, vegan diet so you know that's, sure it's uh, pretty pretty wild and crazy too we're talking to paul dalyan today and uh, paul so going back to the uh, covid19 or maybe you want to rename it covid 5g um so yeah. <laughs> so you, you, you think that it's really not as serious a disease that that it, that it's the um cell phone towers that are affecting our immune system so were you saying something about it being fear-mongering and the deep state and the shadow government and like what were you connecting those dots at all to it or yeah i don't i you know a lot of that stuff you know you know i consider anything a possibility but Me you know too. i really want to look at the facts so you know people, theorist so people, also but you know or we yeah, could say but, conspiracy analyst because it wasn't yeah. you know we're analyzing the conspiracies that are out there that that can hurt us. Well, well, there's, you know, people will grab onto one or two facts and then they make wild speculation. So the Chinese, you know, the Americans are saying, oh, there's this lab in Wuhan and, you know, it was a virus that escaped from this from this lab in Wuhan and it was predicted by this author in 1972, you know, the Wuhan 500 or something. And then the, the Chinese are saying, well, the Americans planted it because they're jealous that we're doing so well. <laughs> you know? So the Chinese are saying, oh, the Americans uh, have 
planted this virus to try to destroy our country because they're jealous. And then the Americans are saying, oh, it probably escaped from this Wuhan, you know, bio lab. Well, you know, that's a possibility. But I, you know, I've looked, um, you know, RT, um, Russian television, you know, which according to a lot of American government officials is a conspiracy theory, you know, uh, TV program, you know, Russian TV because program. It well, they, they, because it has more truth than. Uh, well, they looked at it and they American asked, media. they asked a, you know, a, a Russian, one of the top vir- Russian virologists, and he's saying, yeah, it probably came from the bat. I've looked at it and it came from the, you know, someone ate a bat, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what I believe. I believe what they're saying. I don't believe that it escaped from a lab, you know, because I haven't seen, you know, okay, maybe they. There's some guy that, you know, took money from the, you know, so what? You know, my paper is not just speculation. And, and I, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of upset that some people are attacking me for writing it because I've only looked at facts. You know, I have 200, over 250 references and I've listed the facts. I I can be a a conspiracy theorist myself. I'm skeptical, so I'm always thinking, hmm, I wonder about, you know, who's going to make a lot of money off the virus? Or, you know, we see that, gosh, I forgot the name. There was one. I don't, don't, you know, I don't think this was planned. I don't think it was planned. I think it's a result of willful ignorance, willful ignorance. But, the, you know, but there are um, still some people cashing in. I see there was a Republican senator, and I think uh, even Nancy Pelosi bought a lot of Amazon stock when she hey, heard the news, and she made people, a quick million dollars. People are always opportunists, you know. They see it as an opportunity to do things. So this is an opportunity for the vaccine industry to push their vaccine agenda. This is an opportunity. You know, Bill Gates is is always pushing vaccines. uh, This is an opportunity for, you know, the, the, uh, you know, the companies to install Wi-Fi in the schools because everyone's on lockdown. You know, I I see that people see it as an opportunity, but I don't believe it was planned. I believe it's, Willful ignorance. You know, the the wireless industry has been pushing their agenda. They've been ignoring the science. They have their hands, their dirty hands in politicians' pockets. They have their dirty hands with the media. The media doesn't want to, you know, I mean, the media will cover it. You know, this woman, you know, she's a doctor, you know, in in Australia. She covered Wi-Fi and she got fired from her job. She got pushed out of her job years ago. The BBC, you know, some reporter covered, um, you know, wireless and he was forced to apologize um, on on TV because he, you know, he made the wireless industry look bad. The wireless industry is, you know, I mean, they're doing what they do. Well, yeah. And how how rich can you get? I mean, when you consider all the companies, right, Apple and AT&T and all of them, they're all... I mean, it's our economy. Our economy is kind of based on it. And saying this is good for the economy. We need 5G. It's going to help the economy so much. Well, in my opinion, it has completely destroyed the economy. It has completely destroyed the economy. And, you know, these people, they are liars. They are nothing but a bunch of dirty liars. And they play dirty tricks. And they got their dirty hands in, in all 
you know, the, with the politicians, the media, the scientists, you know, they're they're liars and they're dishonest and, you know, but that's what they do. That's what they that, do. They, they got the all the money, that's, and, and that's I'm paying. I'm paying them every yeah. month too. So you know, I mean, look, we are. We are. <laughs> they've got their hands in everybody's pocket. Yeah, and, we, uh, we give them. We give them our money so they can kill us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, they stab us. But but faster downloads on the way to the grave. So I, I guess that's that's kind of important. Exactly. I, I think you also have talked about some uh, nutritional. Um, supplements and foods that could be helpful in our battle and i see that i i consume many of them but uh you know some supplements like vitamin c magnesium uh lysine which is found in tempeh and tofu and mm-hmm. beans i just I, I have a lot a lot of what you're recommend recommending is right around here with me at the you know it's right. like i i see what right Gin, ginger right. Uh, turmeric mm-hmm. uh, garlic onions broccoli right. um right Fruits and vegetables, sprouted rice milk, bananas, pineapples, cashews. That sounds like my cupboard. I, I think I'm okay here. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you should be pretty good. Well, be- well, one one thing that you know, I I, I wrote I wrote a scientific paper with uh, Ali Johansson, who is uh, you know a PhD professor, previous pre- PhD professor at the Karolinska Institute. You know, I. I on how a mechanism by which EMFs, you know, suppress our immune system. And it was published in Medical Hypotheses. So, you know, when the scientists got together to sign these petitions, they said, okay, Paul, you've published a paper. You're a bona fide uh, scientist now. Okay. (laughs) So... But, you know, what I what I found, you know, looking at the voltage gated calcium channels, which, you know, Martin Paul has really brought to light um, this. I think this is a big thing with people who are electrically sensitive. So, you know, I started taking um, magnesium every day and magnesium, you know, people that have chronic fatigue syndrome and people that have electrosensitivity have, have been saying for years that, that magnesium helps them. And the reason it does help, I believe, is because it's it's a natural voltage-gated calcium channel blocker. So it blocks the calcium. I'm not saying it blocks all of it, you know, but it blocks, you know, probably a good, you know, a good proportion of it from entering the cell. Maybe because the, you know, it, it balances the negative effects of the electromagnetic radiation. So I've been taking magnesium. And, and does, what doesn't I, magnesium usually come with calcium? Isn't it like a CalMag? Um, no, I mean, you can get CalMag, but I just, I, I take uh, magnesium gly, glyconate. I believe it's pronounced glycinate or glyconate. And what I, I found is I felt that works better for me. And, and apparently it's more, your body can use it. You know, it's more readily available or your body can absorb so it magnesium better, is better from what on, I it, on its own rather than in a supplement w- with calcium you think i would i would say because we're trying to you know we're trying we're trying to reduce all this calcium from going into the cell that the emfs apparently i mean enzymes need calcium and the calcium stimulates the enzymes so it you know people say well i've, I've seen some research that that uh, EMFs actually stimulate your yeah yeah it does 
stimulate your immune system initially. But long term, you're going to get a weakened immune system. And, you know, that's because of downstream effects of the, you know, the the free radicals that are being produced. But, um, you know, um, and then the, the, the L-lysine, which I'm recommending, you know, if you read my paper, it explains why. I don't mention L-lysine in, in my paper, but it explains why people have been taking L-lysine as kind of like a, a folk uh, medicine remedy for you know herpes simplex right people take L-lysine because it works but no one has no, no one has known the mechanism and it's not just you know herpes simplex but it's all these viruses and all it's you know it boosts your immune system because it calms down the production of nitric oxide L-lysine vegan or uh, I wonder what the what the sources are of that I know that lysine um, I is, is I believe it. Think so? I, I believe it probably is. Yeah, um, I, I believe you can get vegan sources to it. Right, and and um, lysine but, itself, uh, which is in you know like uh, uh, lentils or tofu or uh, tempeh, mm-hmm. is that uh, is that yeah, that, that's good too. I be, right? Yeah, I believe it's you know we're talking about the, the same thing here. Um, also, I, I, I just I happened to see tart cherry juice on the list too, and I, I, I actually have a bottle of that. Like, what are the chances? But, <laughs> and I had it before before I okay, read well, your material here. Well, so. tart cherry juice has has natural melatonin in it, and what I found if I take melatonin supplements, it doesn't do anything for me. But if I drink the tart cherry juice before I go to sleep, it, it's my it's my sleep cocktail. So, I mean, if I'm living in the United States, I can get sprouted rice milk, tart cherry juice, and then I take a, a magnesium tablet and, and an L-lysine tablet, and, you know, I sleep sleep like a baby, you know, okay. straight well, through I'm the night. To, as an inside trader, I'm going to buy stock in Lakewood Juices now because they have okay. the organic uh, tart cherry juice in, in glass <laughs> bottles. So, there, there's my trade. Just like Pelosi bought uh, Amazon stock, I'm going to get involved with Lakewood yeah, now, Juice. Right? After people listen to this interview, you, you know, stock in, uh, in tart cherry juice is going to go up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it is tart, but, you know, like, uh, hey, it's worth it. It's worth it. So, um, and then what about oxygen therapy? Was there something about that um, supposedly been? Um, I haven't, I haven't wrote about oxygen therapy, but I read all those books a long time ago, you know, Mr. Oxygen and all that stuff. And I was very, I was a proponent of it. Um, But, um, you know, now that I understand more, I think that, Short term, you know, it, it might be good, but if it's something you do every day, it might actually be be worsening the problem because you're you're creating free radicals, and free radicals are part of the problem. Free, you know, I think our immune system uses like hydrogen peroxide. A lot of the white blood cells will give off, you know, um, hydrogen peroxide, and it kill it, it. You know, it can kill viruses and stuff. But if you overload your body with that, you're creating free radicals. So I think uh, and like. Like if you have an infection and nothing else is is taking care of it, you know, doing it one time to to reduce that infection is probably okay. But if you're doing it on a daily basis, um, I don't think it's a good idea. From from what I understand now, you know, 
you know, probably. I, 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 should, uh, I, I uh, left off the list, the most important thing on the list uh, that you've now given me permission to uh, to have on a daily basis, which is chocolate. Chocolate, yeah, because chocolate has um, the chemical that, um, which is the the um, the initialism is PEA, or the um, the acronym would be P PEA, right? Um, but it's phenol phenylethylamine, right? And this study in Germany called the Rimbach study found that people had um, depleted levels of this phenylethylamine and chocolate has it. And it, it's that feel-good chemical that's supposed to make you feel in love, you know, and um, it works. You know, I, I did see some research. I did I did see some research that it's connected with autism, the, the phenylethylamine that you know, I, I can't rem- remember exactly what, what what it was about it, but maybe that um, uh, kids with autism or ADHD or something like that were excreting more of it, or they had depleted levels of it, or something like this. So, so that would make sense to me. Yeah. Okay, I'm very happy about this shopping list because, like I said, it's uh, I have most of it right here, including the turmeric and the. Uh... <laughs> Apple, cashew nuts, cherries, chocolate, you know. Cashews, <laughs> my favorite nut. You know, I mean, you're giving me permission to uh, uh, just keep eating what I'm eating. I guess I'm, yeah, yeah bananas. bananas. Got the bananas here, too. So, um, yeah, broccoli is my favorite. Garlic, onions, ginger, yeah. you know. I just I just made a whole yeah. big yeah, soup that has, great. like, half of this stuff in it. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe I should just pour it on my cell phone instead of eating it, right? Maybe that would be <laughs> the, the best solution. So, um, my computer is going to uh, do a restart fairly soon. So, I w- anything that you wanted to mention that we haven't hit or... Well, um, you know, I recently the two new things that I added to the paper was okay. So every every country that has the 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 COVID, okay, the major city has the most amount. Okay, the you know if you go to America, it's you know it's Los Angeles, it's Seattle, New York, it's New York. Okay, if you go to France, it's Paris, right? If you go to Spain, it's Madrid and Barcelona. If you go to Italy, it's Rome and, and Milan, but if you go and, to Belgium, they're saying it's because people are so close together, it's contagious, right? So so many people are huddled together in those places. That seems to be the reason. Well, I'm, I'm, sure, it, right? I'm sure there's a lot of factors. I'm not, I'm not saying that 5G is the only factor that's going to cause the problem. You know, there's so many factors. I think in Japan, you have people that are very very uh, hygienic and very conscious. You know, I lived in Japan for 20 years. If someone has a cold, they're going to wear a mask because they don't want to give to other people. You know, um, there's, you know, uh, Italians tend to use their cell phones more than other people. They talk on their cell phones for hours a day. That might have an effect. Um, You know, there's a multitude of factors that's going to have have an effect on the spread of the virus. But I think that the 5G is is a big factor. Um, But if you go to, okay, so this is the unique, unique thing about Belgium. Okay. The city of Brussels, not the rest of Belgium, but the city of Brussels has foregone 5G because they have very strict radiation standards. And the 5G would put off too much radiation, so they have foregone it. They haven't trialed it. They haven't rolled it out, and they're not going to. But the rest of Belgium doesn't have these standards, okay? And there's very little 
coronavirus in the city of Brussels compared to the surrounding areas. You know, it's not much different. And actually, surrounding areas, there's actually more. And the one spot where it has the highest rate is very close to this place where they're trialing the 5G in Belgium. So, you know, that's something to think about. And just recently here in Thailand, a hundred horse, over a hundred horses have died of this virus, not the coronavirus. It's the African horse virus. They've never seen this virus before in Thailand ever before. It's the first time it's ever happened. And so I Googled the city. I found the city where the horses are dying and I Googled the city and there you go. They're trialing 5G right next door to where, where these horses are dying. Their eyes are bleeding. They're dying of this, this strange virus that's never affected Thailand before. So what does that tell you? What does that tell you? I mean, it, it tells for me, it tells me something. Other people say, oh, that's that's confirmation bias. That's conspiracy theory. Okay, well, if you want to regurgitate what you hear in the media, go ahead, because I don't care. <laughs> and and suppose, you know, these, <laughs> you know? these viruses, you know, very often they're, uh, uh, you know, they're, they, they go from other animal species to humans. So who's to say that the, the new horse virus there won't jump to people, too? I, I don't know. No, I mean, it's, it's prevalent, you know, it's seen in Africa. I don't think there's a jump, you know, but who knows, you know, who knows, you know, especially if, yeah, you know, this coronavirus from bats and in the past we've had swine flu and bird flu and, you know, yeah, you know, I, you know, I don't understand, you know, people just blanket it blank, you know, they have these blanket statements and they refuse to look at a factor. I think, you know, I, I use a quote by Agatha Christie, you know, that, you know, a detective has to look at everything. You have to look at everything. And to ignore a factor, I I don't think is good science. I think you have to look at every factor, every possibility, and to ignore a factor, you know, in my opinion, is not good science. And, and the one you just and, mentioned that I, I interrupted, but you, you were making the point that uh, pretty much every country the the major city has it because it's blanketed um, right with with the towers except for yeah. uh, in Belgium Brussels. with Brussels yeah Brussels which doesn't have yeah. towers and I don't see Brussels right. sprouts on that list but they're in that soup that I have that my <laughs> my electromagnetic <laughs> protection okay. soup here that, I, that I'm gonna have in a little bit <laughs> yeah. so well this is uh, very enlightening and uh, eye opening and uh, conspiratorial no doubt um and uh i'm sure they won't let this uh this show play in the uk i'll, I'll get sanctioned they sanctioned a um uh, an fm station there that uh, brought up the subject you know it's like, it's yeah, not this, like this, know, this is free speech and uh you know people should be able to hear arguments and make their own decisions you know you know, I'm telling you know people. I do the research. Don't just hear one thing and make a decision. Do the research. There's lots of places where you can get information. Um, you know, even though I, you know, I strongly suspect that you know in this movement there are a lot of people that are probably working for the industry, and uh, they're fronts. You know, they're they're not really, 
they're trying to control the narrative. Uh, they want to control the narrative. So, so I suspect that there are people who are saying, I'm an EMF activist, and they're really working for the industry. And I think, you know, and, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Why wouldn't they do that? You know, well, why wouldn't I'm, they, I'm right? I'm going to have to uh, contact, you said there's a vegan EMF activist, right? So his uh, his name again, did you say it was Josh Hart? Was that Josh was Hart. Yeah, he he used to live in Santa Cruz, and now he lives way up in the Sierras, away from all the EMFs. And he has a, an organization called StopSmartMeters.com. Smart meters, okay. so he was, well, he was, I won't be able to reach him yep. because he probably doesn't have a cell phone. But uh, uh, I don't think he has a cell phone, but he does have an email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll have to put a yeah, wire so into my computer and the Ethernet to... Uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I, I've been concerned about the smart meters too, though. That's uh, yeah. something. Well, the smart meters, you know. Yeah, I mean, this, you know, it's it's all problem. It's all problem, and it's just um, they're increasing the the blanket of radiation we're being exposed to, and to say it's not having a biological effect is just an outright lie. And you know, you know, you can believe the government if you want, you know, but you know, you have to understand people and you have to understand their motives and you have to understand the psychology behind it you know why would you know i i wish i truly wish that this technology was safe you know it would be wonderful it would be so wonderful it was safe but i know it isn't and you know i i'm coming from an experiential you know way of thinking you know i was i was made sick and you know more and more people are being made sick and they're connecting the dots you know, I, you know, there's another guy staying at my hotel. He's a doctor. He's an MD from uh, Australia. And he was telling everybody in the hotel, it's 5G. And they said, oh, Paul, you need to talk to this doctor <laughs> from Australia. He's yeah. saying the same thing that you're saying. <laughs> so do, do you think it's uh, better for us to stay a certain distance from cell phones or computers? Or, I mean, like, are we, w w is there well, anything I, we can do for, you know, the... the say, I would say, you know, um, don't keep your cell phone on your body. Put it in a bag or something. And I would say that, you know, put it on airplane mode, you know, turn off the Wi-Fi and the Bluetooth whenever possible. Um, what does when airplane you're not using, mode do then? What, what the well, airplane mode stops it from, you know, stops the signal, basically. So you're, you're shutting down the signal. You put it on airplane mode. That's why they ask you to when you get on the plane to put it on airplane mode because it, you know they found that sometimes the the it can interfere with the navigation of the plane. You know, and I've seen this. I've seen the research. What they you know what they did with the planes is rewire everything so so that the wiring is is shielded so the so that the the wireless signals from the phone can't interfere interfere with it but if there's a break in the wiring it can affect the the navigation system of the airplane so this is this is a safety precaution that they ask you that that's that's why you have this function on your phone because it turns off the wireless signals you know with the cell phones but you also need to turn off the the um the bluetooth and and the wi-fi because sometimes you can use your wi-fi on the airplane so you can turn on the wi-fi but when you go to sleep Turn it off. You don't need to use it when you're sleeping, and you can still have your alarm clock in the morning. And I wouldn't put it under your pillow, you know. Mm -hmm. And also turn off 
Wi-Fi. Unplug. If you use Wi-Fi at night, unplug it. You know, when you plug it back in, it'll come on. Don't worry about it. Um, or, or some, you know, some Wi-Fi systems have a button that you can push to turn it off. Um, but if possible, I would say, why in your house, wire your computers. You don't need to have Wi-Fi in your house. You know, um, you know, I can understand if you're at Starbucks. Yeah, okay. You know, um, it's a hot spot. But at home, you can wire your computers. And if you don't know how. Call, call a building biologist, call the, you know, contact the, um, inst it's called the Institute for Building Biology, Biology and Ecology. They're in New Mexico, and they have a list of all the building biologists and electromagnetic radiation specialists in the country. And you can go to that list, and you can contact, you know, you can find the closest um, specialist, and they can help you you know, and give you recommendations on reducing your exposures because it does affect your health and it does affect your biology. And you can be the healthiest person in the world, you know, you know, eating vegan and exercising every day and doing uh, yoga. But if you live near a cell phone tower, you might get sick. Mm. And I've, I've heard lots of cases where this happens. Sure. I feel like I have to wear a hazmat suit for everything now, like to, to go shopping for groceries and now... Probably oh. I should just have one on, like from. You don't need a, you don't need a hazmat suit. You just you just need a tinfoil hat. <laughs> well, <laughs> we, that, that's a we conspiracy theorists. You know, that's our wardrobe right there. So, yeah. Uh, okay. You don't need a, just a tinfoil hat. You'll be okay. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. No, so. Um, is they there have, they, a, a uh, way for people to reach you or a website or anything you want to mention uh, to people uh, for you? I have a I have a group. It's called UG, and it's it's um, you know, we up. moved you, over you, from you, Yahoo. When you started to say it. You said I have a group called. There, I, I started a, a Yahoo group 15 years ago called EMF Refugee. But we moved, you know, that's still active, but we moved over to um, emfrefugee.io, I think it is, IO groups or something like that. And um, I do have um, the, micro, the microwave factor blog, and I do have another website that I was using when I was, um, you know, doing surveys of people's houses. It's called Electromagnetic, um, Electromagnetic Safe Planet. And, um, you know, EMF refugee. So, okay. Well, terrific. This was uh, very enlightening and uh, scary. Uh, but I think Woody, ha Woody Harrelson will get some answers here now when he, he said he was, he, you know, they, of course, ridiculed him when he brought up the subject. And he was saying, well, you know, it's, it just seems worth, you know, investigating. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I there, I mean, there are a lot of people that are talking about stuff, and they don't have their facts right. Um, but you know, I think I think it's good that people are becoming aware. You know, I mean, people are talking about 60 gigahertz. I haven't seen anything about people using 60 gigahertz. The only thing I can find about 60 gigahertz is that it they're using it now for satellite satellite to satellite communication and they don't have 5g on the cruise ships but they do have a lot of emf you know they have internet of things and they have you know sophisticated wireless systems which i'm sure also affects your health health so i'm not saying it's it's only the 5g 
<laughs> it's the 4G too, and it's it's the 3G. All this stuff has has been affecting our health, um, whether we realize it or not. Um, you know, all, the only thing someone has to do is remove themselves completely from an EMF environment and notice how different they feel. You'll you will feel so much more relaxed in a, a non-wireless environment, but they're hard to find. So yeah, I was just gonna say, where where is that place now? So. Uh, the, the, yeah. The top of uh, Kilimanjaro yeah. or something, or no? There's probably a tower there. They're less and less, but yeah. I think you know, like some places, you know, Northern California, there's some cold. You know, now they say hot spots, but I guess you could say cold spot. Right. <laughs> we'll look for a cold, cold spot. Spots, right. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I really want to thank you, Paul. I, I think I'm gonna ha go have a glass of uh, tart cherry juice right now. And, uh, okay. <laughs> and some vitamin C okay. and, <laughs> yeah. and, and take it from there. I, I've that? been doing this for 15 years and I've, I've been, you know, I've been doing this kind of stuff for 15 years and I got kind of tired of it. You know, I'm sticking my neck out. I've stuck my neck out a number of times and it, it's, it's harmed me in my profession. And, uh, but you know, you know, what can I say? Yeah. You know, well, th this will be good for ratings for me because fear works. Fear is really good yeah. for attracting but, an audience. You know, so. I, I, I'm, just, I'm just hopeful that people will catch on and this will be a wake-up call for a lot of people because it's it's not just harmed it's not just harming people's health now it's it's uh, it's harming people's livelihood. You know, it's shut down the whole world. Right. And and. You know, this is unprecedented. You know, do, do you really think that a little virus is going to shut down the whole world unless unless there's something else involved? You know, right. I, you know, I'm not scared. Of, I, you know, I'm pretty sure I actually had the coronavirus when I was in China the first week of January before it became a, a an issue on the radar because I've ha I had all the symptoms that people say they have. You know, I had first it started with a headache, then I had a, a sore throat and a cough. And I was extremely tired for about five days where I just slept and slept and slept and I had a slight fever and then I got better. And this is the this is the same symptoms that a lot of people say they had that had the coronavirus. And I think I had it the first week of, you know, I came back from the United States. I was in the airport in Shanghai on December 31st. This is after it had started. So, it, you know, it could have spread. And then I went, I went back to Shenyang and I was sick for about five days and I had all those symptoms and it was no worse than any other cold virus I ever had. You know, I've had dengue fever, I've had hepatitis A, you know, which were 10 times worse. Um, so, you know, for me, it was just a cold, you know, I felt, you know, I felt more fatigued and I, you know, it, it's, it was similar to having mononucleosis for about five days. It didn't last a month, but, you know, I felt really, really tired. So that was one of the things. Yeah, well, it, it um, sounds like that, that so, a lot of people, you know, report having it and, you know, some milder cases than others. And uh, it, it sounds like, uh, well, very high, the, the mortality rate, I, I don't think is as high as they have been projecting. But, Still lower than the flu, and um, you know the the Chinese study came out, and they said ninety nine percent of the people who get it have only mild symptoms. And the, the Italian study came out and said, you know, some the people that are dying have pre existing conditions, and if if they have one, if they have more than one pre existing condition, they're more likely to succumb to the illness. But I, you know, I really think the fact that you know. 
you know, um, that Italy, you know, they they took the 5G as being the next best thing to pizza, you know. So, you know, they just adopted that technology without thinking, well, could it be dangerous? And they just, you know, I mean, the European Commission, you know, they told their member nations, please trial it. And I think, um, you know, Italy said, yeah, we'll trial it, trial it all over the country. You know, that's what it seems like, you know, from what, I, from what I'm reading and seeing. And especially the city of Milan, where, you know, was the initial breakout and the initial lockdown was Milan. And if you look on, the, you look at the article that I wrote, they, I have this interview, YouTube interview of this woman that works for Vodafone. And she's saying, yeah, we're doing all this 5G stuff all over the city and we're blanketing the city and blah 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 and we even have it in the hospitals okay thank you very much thank you very much you know for being stupid okay thank you yeah well there we go so well i didn't know i I, I, i've been in so many movements in my life from peace movement to vegan movement to anti-gmo now i have to join another movement apparently here so you do you do this is part of the problem you know this is the this is a big part of the problem. The GMOs, the glyphosate, you know, the, you know, <clears throat> there, there are like, I, I think there's like five evil industries as far as I'm concerned. And I would say that the wireless industry is one of them. I'm sorry, wireless industry for saying that. Please don't shut down my website because I said that. Okay. Well, you and, deserve and, it. And meat, dairy, fish, and egg <laughs> industries. Don't get upset with me if I add you to the list right now. Cause, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean the, the military industrial complex, the the chemical industry that sprays pesticides, you know, the pharmaceutical industry. You know, I I just think this is all very corrupt, you know, industries, and I think the world would be a better place if we didn't have that, you know. I, I agree. Special interests. I I agree. We we all need to be just producing tart cherry juice. Really, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, or, organic. <laughs> organic. Or veganic, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. broccoli. And, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, know you, there, you, you never see like a broccoli, you know, broccoli movement, you know? But, I mean, that's the... <laughs> <laughs> I like broccoli. I love broccoli. I love broccoli. Broccoli's great. <laughs> Me too. And it's on your, it's on your uh, healthy list here for uh, fighting electromagnetic pollution. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, the electromagnetic radiation creates free radicals, you know, and, and, you know, the normal ionizing radiation creates free radicals. That's that's predominantly how they it causes its its damage. It's it's the hydroxyl free radical, which is the, the most dangerous of the free radicals. And that's created by ionizing radiation. But the non ionizing radiation also creates free radicals. And this is what's causing the problem, you know. Free radicals damage the the DNA. They damage the cell wall. They damage the mitochondria. Um, you know, so it's it's you know this whole this whole thing that oh it's non ionizing radiation, so it's not dangerous. This is a a lie that's being perpetuated in the media, and I wish they would stop saying that because it's it, it <laughs> both forms of radiation are dangerous. The the ionizing radiation is more dangerous. You know, and it's, you know, it, it's it's basically the higher frequencies you have, the, the more it becomes ionizing. And, you know, 5G is going up on the higher frequencies. It's not 
black and white. It's progressive, you know. And, you know, they say that, you know, talking on a cell phone for one minute is comparable to, you know, one x-ray. You know, so one x-ray takes a fraction of a second. Talking on the cell phone is, is you know, six, you know, 60 seconds, one minute. So that's comparable. You know, so you're talk talking about length of exposure versus the kind of radiation. So with ionizing one x-ray, okay, you get you get um, 600 x-rays, okay, that might cause some damage. While you talk on your, your cell phone, you know, for 60 minutes, okay. Well, that's 60 x-rays, okay. <laughs> so, okay, you know, so, well, to all my friends and family, if you don't hear from me, talk to me anymore, I might... My cell phone's on airplane mode, so forget about it. For not talking to anybody anymore, I'm going. Maybe more isolation. You, here we are. We're we're uh, uh, you know uh, quarantined, self quarantined in isolation. Now I want to be isolated even more and turn off my cell phone and all my devices. Really, so. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, like back in the '60s when people ate crappy diets. You know, white bread, lots of sugar. You didn't have all these illnesses, you know. And now, you know, people are, uh, you know, eating whole wheat bread and, you know, doing all this stuff and they're still sick. So what is it? You know, what there's something it? else. There's something else. Yeah. You know. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Paul. I really appreciate this discussion. It was very enlightening and informative and terrifying. Thank you. <laughs> Bob, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, but somewhat somebody has to do it, right? Right. Well, you gotta gotta talk about the truth, you know. So gotta gotta explore things, you know. Even if uh, you know the health ministry uh, says uh, in in the UK says, oh, rubbish and nonsense. All the more reason to explore them. Absolutely, you know. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. you know. I mean, you know, I don't know. <laughs> you know, a lot of people. I out there they're 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 good at talking garbage you know yeah they're good at talking garbage yeah you know, there's a lot of fake selling so. garbage yeah yeah selling garbage yeah yeah, yeah right. i mean uh, you know i lived in japan for 20 years and going back you know the marketing personality <laughs> you know <laughs> they don't have it they don't do it they don't like that so yeah, yeah. it's not it's not it's not, it's not my mo <laughs> mm-hmm yeah. Well, um, hopefully uh, we'll, uh, people will hear this and get motivated to question what's going on around them and uh, yeah, take some I action. They, I hope they do. Yeah. I, right. I hope this is a big wake up call yeah. for the world. Thank you, Paul. I really appreciate it uh, talking to us from uh, Thailand uh, today. And uh, so, oh, so how's the situation in Thailand with the cell phones? Are you... Well, Oh, well, the, the situation with the COVID is, is starting to get serious. They're very lax in the beginning. You know, they, they you know, uh, you know, like South Korea canceled all its flights with China. They closed their borders, but they still had very high rates of um, COVID-19. You no, know? We didn't, we didn't uh, mention South Korea, so heavy on the cell phone towers there, too. Okay, well, okay, so the numbers, the numbers with the cell phone towers, uh, China has the most with 130,000. Um South Korea is number two with 75,000 cell phone towers in the country. Okay, this is in my paper. It's research. It's, you know, I use a lot of the wireless uh, publications in my research. And so uh, this is this comes from a wireless publication. 
China has 130,000 uh, cell phone antennas, you know, approximately. South Korea ha- is number two with 75,000, and America is number three with 10,000. And there, 10, you know, 10, there are 10,000. Did you say 10,000? There were 10,000 in, um, in Wuhan. In the United States and in Wuhan. So in the city of Wuhan, there's 10,000 cell phone antennas. And in the United States, you know, the last I checked, they may have installed 10,000 more in the last month. Who knows? But, you know, when I first wrote this article two months ago, there are 10,000. There are, there are supposed to be 10,000 cell phone towers, I think, in the United States by the end of, of 2019. They may have installed 20,000 more. Who knows? Because they're they're going like crazy everywhere around the world. Because if you look at all these industry rags, they're like pushing the 5G. It's being installed very, very quickly. So who knows what the numbers are now? Mm-hmm. That's kind it's, of interesting that Wuhan has the, Wuhan, the city of uh, Wuhan has the same number that the whole U.S. has. Right? Yeah, I, I find it fascinating too. I find it fascinating too. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. So. Not, not that ten thousand is a small number, but uh, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I mean, yeah. Who knows? You know, there there's probably differences in in power and. You know, from what I can see in the United States, you know, they're, they're, you know, there's, there's different frequencies that they're using with the 5G. They have low, they have mid, and they have um, high, high frequency levels, mid-range, low-range, mid-range, and and high-range. And the high-range will be the millimeter. And they're starting to roll that out in some places, but it's, it's kind of limited at the moment. Mm-hmm. The, the millimeter wave rollout, but it's it's being rolled out in, in a number of places. So, yeah. Okay. Alrighty. Always something okay. to do as an activist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I appreciate it, and uh, thanks for interviewing me and helping me to get the word out about this. Um, you know. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for uh, all your sure. extensive research sure. and uh, sure. letting it's us all, know. All, all those people in England, you know. <laughs> Right. Well, we we do have well, we do have some listeners in the UK who'll probably get all riled up about this, and apparently with good reason. So, uh, all right. Well, keep on keeping on. Thank you, Paul. Okay. Thank you, Bob. Okay. Take care. Okay. Good night. Radio with Bob Linden. Uh, today's show, uh, pretty much a conspiracy theorist's dream come true, right? So I hope you enjoyed uh, today's program. Uh, if you're looking for a cool book to uh, read while you're uh, self-quarantined and isolated and socially distanced, uh, I recommend you check out Fresh Eyes Upon the World, Making Life a Spectacular Journey from Neil Grace. It covers uh, so many contemporary issues. It's a very timely. You can go to the website, uh, Neil's website. It's neilgrace.com, N-E-A-L-G-R-A-C-E 
www.mothereartheadgroup.com. Don't forget, Earth Day starts our Mother Earth Aid Live concert series online. 40 shows in 40 days. It's going April 22nd through May 31st. I recommend you uh, sign up and get your Stage It account now. Make it easy. Do it in advance so uh, you're not missing out. Uh, it's stageit.com. Get your um, get your account going at stageit.com. And all the information about the shows uh, coming up. And again, we have a 12-part series on animal agriculture and the environment with Dr. Silesh Rao of uh, Climate Healers happening on our program starting April 22nd on our uh, M-E-A-L, Mother Earth Aid Live. So again, all that information can be found at GoVeganRadio.com where you can make a tax-deductible donation. Uh, on Facebook, it's Go Vegan Radio with Bob Linden. And I have a couple of Bob Linden pages just to make sure I do everything in uh, duplicate and triple, triplicate in my life. And on Twitter, it's at, at Go Vegan Radio.